L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Good evening, everyone, as we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate. Quote, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. What a busy Saturday night. How you doing tonight, Torres? Arnie Spanier, never been better. How are you, my friend? How are you? Happy Father's Day. Well, an hour please, early. Please, please, please make sure you're referencing that has nothing to do with me, wow. except that I am someone's son. Happy Father's Day to my dad. Yes. Um, I got my Father's Day gift early. I opened it up yesterday. What did your son buy you with your credit card? Well, my, my, my or, or my wife. Um, I got the Ninja Coffee Maker. I don't know what that means, but that sounds fun. Do you know what a coffee maker is, right? Yes, I, I know coffee. I don't know movies. I know coffee. I and I got well, and I got the ninja kind, which is like the 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 Rolls Royce of of coffee makers. Wow, because you're yeah. like the uh, Honda Accord of radio hosts. Wow. So it's kind of the same thing. Oh my goodness, I'm on fire. I had too much. Jeez. Speaking of coffee, I had too much coffee before the show. I'm on fire already. I I, I don't even drink coffee. So your wife literally doesn't know you. Maybe she bought it for a boy. Oh, no. I, yeah, exactly. Bought it for her boyfriend. Or she <laughs> oh! got us mixed up, of course. Or she she just bought it for herself. That's what you do when it's Father's Day. I, I mean, I have one cup of coffee, but I know she bought it for herself. That's like for her birthday. I always buy her men's golf clubs. So. Sure. Yeah. A, a shovel, because she's the only one that does any shoveling around the house, right? <laughs> oh, she loves it. I'm not going to take that away from her. That's well, for sure. It sounds like, yeah. I mean, I've, you post pictures of it every time it snows from uh, <laughs> October until May and you know she's always out there working hard so shout out to Beth I hope she's doing well uh, so yeah happy Father's Day maybe an hour early to everybody busy show today so much to get to if you want to be part of the show you better start doing it right now uh, you can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres I'm at stinking genius one and 
you know, right off the bat. Uh, and usually we get a lot of guests coming up. Today we left the show kind of open. and We don't usually do poll questions, but I, I do want the listeners to kind of get involved. I, I feel like everybody is kind of uneasy out there, Aaron, um, about with everything going on. Um, it's like every time I, I go to Twitter, I listen to the news, um, something news, uh, something new pops up with Major League Baseball or um, college football or the NBA or um, new positive test here. And I'm at the point now, and I don't want to be like, you know, Clay Travis tells everybody, watch out for the fear porn. Be careful of the fear porn. I don't even know what to believe anymore, but I do know this, okay? You know, I, I see one side of the people like Clay Travis and you, and you're like, let's go. Let's do it. We need our sports. And then other people on the other side. Um, that's taking this more seriously. Hell, my wife was wearing a mask in the car today. It was just the two of us <laughs> when going out, and she sleeps next to me. She sleeps next to me. Wow! I'm like, what are you doing with the mask on? Take it off. You, I, I don't want to. What are you going to catch? It's just me and you in the car. So I, I don't even know where this is going anymore. I, I, I'm thinking to the point is, and, and look, I want sports just as much as as anybody else, but. I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know what? Shut it down. Shut it down. No basketball, no baseball, no hockey. We'll put off what we see on college football in the NFL for about another four to six weeks. We'll play that by year. And if we got to shut that down, then we just shut sports down for the rest of 2020 and we figure out what to do in 2021. I, I don't want to be part of the fear porn, Torres, but you're leaving me, you're leaving me with no choice at, at this moment. I, I don't All know right. if I have a choice. So let me play devil's advocate here. There's um, nothing you are, can say. There's nothing you can say. But I'm, I'll pretty I'm pretty persuasive. I'm pretty persuasive. So, yeah, oh, ahead, no, okay. Have you been out to dinner yet since th- this opened? Since yes. everything opened? Yes, okay. I have. Okay. We went out to lunch today. Whoa, Mike, you went out to lunch today? Yes, yes. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Um, did your waitress, did, did, did she, when she walked in that door, did she have access to testing? Does she have access to testing right. every day? Does she have access to the best medical professionals in the world right. the way that a Major League Baseball player will, an NBA player will, a major college football or basketball player will? I don't know her, but the people that are, are waitresses, the people at hotels, the people, right. they don't have access to what all of these athletes have access to. And so if you're asking me, has the virus completely dissipated? Does it not exist? No. Do I like seeing these headlines? Does it concern me? Do I wish they didn't exist? Yes. But I'll say this. I think that football players on campus, that is the safest place they can be, whether they're testing positive or negative. I think the NBA players in the bubble, the safest place they can be, whether they're testing positive or negative. So I guess my question is, If you're saying, and you just made the declarative proclamation, sports are canceled for 2020, according to Arnie Spanier. That's what you just said. uh, Right, to me, but don't give that like it's breaking news. That's just for my part. Arnie Spanier's opinion is that sports are, uh, okay, make your opinion. Well, uh, canceled football, excuse me, basketball, baseball, hockey, and in four to six weeks, I'll make a decision on college football and the NFL. But I'm, I'm ready to cancel that too also, to be honest with you, but go ahead. So are we canceling in-person dining at restaurants? 
No, you know, Aaron, I, well, I can't why? cancel. Because I'll tell you why. I can't cancel everything. I can't shut down the world again like we did before. I can't. T- I can't shut down the economy. I can't do everything. And shutting down the but NBA it, isn't. Shutting, minute, they're set well, to lose two I'm, billion I'm, dollars in I'm revenue. They're not playing. I'm going to tell you why. Because sports is entertainment, and you don't die from entertainment. You're not supposed to die from sports. You're not supposed to die from entertainment. And the reason I said I'm going to win the argument is because I could always say this, Aaron, um, how many lives do we have to risk? How many deaths do we have to risk before that's okay with you for just sports? And the answer is going to be zero. You're not going to win that no matter what, what number you come up with. So, and I, I really do want to hear from our listeners because like I said, I, we never take poll questions, but am I overreacting? Am I, am I giving it to the peer for uh, the fear porn here? Excuse me. And, and I'm, I'm panicking or should we just keep calm and continue the course and continue with sports? Uh, I'm ready to give up. So just let us know Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one, let me- but you see, that's why you're never going to win it Aaron. That, that that's why, because one kid getting sick isn't worth continuing with sports you know one kid getting sick not sick dying excuse me dying well of course i mean we, i don't want anybody to die in a perfect world nobody would die but as you said life has to go on waiters and waitresses and bartenders i wouldn't say they're necessarily there for our entertainment but they're there to serve us they're they're there to please us they are putting their lives on the line much more so i would argue they're coming in more contact with more people than a, a professional basketball player how about the person at your grocery store how many times do they get to get tested how many times do they get to get quarantined if yeah, they're ac we we have to go to the the, the grocery store. We, we we have to continue life. What what do you want me to do? What do you expect me to do when I see another college that comes up with another what was it twenty three with um what was the like, Clemson or whoever I don't even know anymore. It's like every college that comes out, it's like 15 to 20. What do you want me to do? There's like 10 NFL teams that have people that are testing positive. If if I was calling the shots and it was just my decision alone for all the sports, you've leave me with no option. What do you, you think I'm going to go and go, yeah, let's continue. And, hey, if we only lose 100 deaths, that's going to be worth it. You're leaving me with no option for crying out loud. So we had... Ten players test positive in the NFL. First of all, that's only a third. Not of the- ten players, ten teams. It I, could be one a team. Who knows? I many. would say if you pulled random groups of fifty people, uh, we're going to have positive tests through all of those. And so the fact that twenty-two teams didn't have a single positive, I think, is an incredibly good sign. To be honest. So, so you're you're okay with ten of the teams passing it around? Well, I, and hopefully the other twenty went twenty two is not going to get it. What you're arguing for? I'm not, is, I, look, I'm, I'm just asking. Isn't enough enough? I mean, are you are you not seeing it? How, how many times do we got to look on Twitter before another story breaks about another college um, with twenty three kids getting it or something like one that? One college has, I, and oh by the way, they had a protest last weekend where they all locked arms at the end of it. And so, listen. I listen. I, I wish. I wish nobody caught the illness. It sucks. It's terrible. We. I understand people are dying. I don't want to be unsympathetic to people who have dealt with this, or people who have family that have dealt with this, for people who have family who have passed away. But what I would also say is that as you go across the country, here are two indisputable truths. There, and this is not my opinion. This is a truth. When testing goes up. 
positive tests are going to go up. Think about all these football players that didn't even know they had it and only found out because they were tested. Now extrapolate that out to the country and think about how many more people are 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 have it and don't even realize it because they're asymptomatic. The second thing is when exposure goes up, when people have been locked up for two and a half months to flatten the curve and they're not locked up anymore and they're interacting with more people in a day than they have with in three months, exposure goes up, you're more likely to catch it. Those are indisputable facts. So if your argument is we need to shut down sports, then my argument is we should shut down all of society because there is no way that exposure will go down. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but the waitress at your uh, wherever you ate today, her life is just as important as an NFL player or an NBA player. And I'm sorry. I, I just I just disagree. You know, Aaron, and, and you keep going back to the waitress and, and stuff like that. What, is anybody calling up or texting in, excuse me, saying um, the theater is closed today? Uh, we can't have that. We've got to get we've got to get the theater back open, whether people are testing positive. Of course not. They don't say well, that. Well, movie right. theaters are open. I don't know about Broadway. But now, j- just now. But um, when all of a sudden is sports become so important that we have to risk kids uh, and I know a lot of the, like 94% of the people that have died from the the uh, coronavirus have been like 55 and over. I'm 57. So I guess I, I'm in that age group. But um, so isn't it I, on you to not go to a sporting event then? I mean, what is the difference? And, and maybe you are right. Maybe you are right. Maybe it is on me to be be a little bit more careful because I'm I'm in the age group that, you know, is, is a little bit more susceptible. I, I understand that. But I'm not talking about for myself. I'm talking about for these 18 to 22 year old kids. Um, I'm talking about for the players in Major League Baseball. I'm talking about the NFL guys, the NBA guys that we got to put in a bubble. Um, let me just get to real quick uh, some of the Texas the tweets that we got coming in. Um, Bake says, Arnie, you're absurd. People are going <laughs> to die. Living is a risk, for God's sake. We can't shut down everything here, forever. Here, uh, before we get to the tweets, yeah. I want you to explain my most basic question. Yeah, you yeah. literally said today you went out for lunch. Yes. Why is that waitress's life less important than it's a professional football player? I don't understand the question, though. I don't. It's not less important. Why is why is that waitress? Why is her life? Why is she putting her life on the line to serve you food? But Zion Williamson can't go into a bubble where he's tested every single day to play basketball. Well, are you saying because the restaurant was open, then we should reopen sports? Because we're opening up an economy where if we don't open up the economy, um, stores will go belly up and people won't have business, uh, won't have jobs. Is that that's what you're comparing it to? You know what because a huge sports econ- is not the same you know, thing you, as that. You know what a huge economy is? The NBA, which is going to lose two billion dollars if they don't start up this season. Two billionaires and millionaires, and the not people s- that work in the front office, and the people that that are the secretaries. And the security that guards I feel bad for. And, uh, okay, well that's fine. That, that, As long, that I do feel so, bad for so those people. It's yeah. great that Zion Williamson, in a bubble where he's getting tested every day, can doesn't have to risk his life. But poor Betty, the secretary with the New Orleans Pelicans, well she's got to go because I don't want Zion to play and get sick. God forbid that happens. Otherwise, Betty's going to lose her job. But hey, Betty, go find another job. Go out and get a waitressing job. Arnie doesn't care if you're a waitress. Wow. I'm just this is this, I'm just uh, this is all what you have told me. I'm just presenting your facts as facts. I don't know what uh, else to tell Aaron you. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm in stinking genius one. 
I want to come back. I want to get into what's going on in college football. And you're going to keep tell this me conversation okay. going. I love uh, it. Lots, lots coming in on Twitter. So, like I said, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Which side are you on? Am I giving into the fear porn, or do we continue full straight, uh, full speed ahead? We'll get into that right here on Fox Sports Radio. L A S I K LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L A S I K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. All right, get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, see, includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to be part of the show, and we'll get to all the tweets soon. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Torres, you're full steam ahead on sports out there. Um, I'm starting to maybe give into the fear porn uh, and by the way, as your analogy to the waitress, uh, because I'm not sure I really understood it, but I, what I can say is that I could, if again, if it's up to me, I could always close down the restaurant and just have to go. So um, I'm not sure, you know, what I'm stopping there. I don't have to open up the restaurant at 25, 50, or 75%. Um, I either have to open up sports or close sports. So. Um, I'm not sure about the analogy there, to be honest with you. So what's the difference then between Clemson having players test positive and just quarantining them, or even to take it a step further, Kansas State today just announced they're going to postpone the start of of workouts because they have too many positive tests. What's the difference between that and closing a restaurant or or, or takeout? 
Well, well, restaurant, again, I could do the takeout because I don't have to have anybody interact with anybody, and, and you don't have to spread it that way. But um, as for, again, and maybe food is more of a necessity um, than, let's say, sports and entertainment. Let me just get to a couple of these that are, are getting in, and a lot of them actually agree with you. Michael said 60,000 died from the flu this season. Why are we not stopped living? 700,000 hospitalizations, 80 million cases. COVID, nowhere near those numbers. We live on. That's what we do. Uh, it's me, JT, said, let's just get this thing played out, Arnie. We knew that the with the mass testing, there'd be more positive results. Before we cancel everything, let the doctors evaluate the numbers and let them make the call. We still have time. Let's not rush here. We really don't have time, Torres. I mean, you, we, we, keep, we keep saying, we thought we were going to start baseball July 3rd, right? Remember that Friday, July 3rd? We, we were, that's, that's laughable, huh, now that we thought it would start July 3rd. How about this one from Brennan Brody? Life has to go on, guys. Also, I can't believe you're saying this. I've listened to you since 2004, Arnie, and I've never heard you act like this before. Letting a virus ruin our lives. No way, no how, to quote Rob Parker. You're, you're, young, you're young enough, so man card revoked, according wow. to Brendan. Man card revoked because you don't want sports while, uh, while you know, you, you really don't care about the waitress at your diner. I, so. You know what? Let me, let me one more. Bubba said, um, uh, no, Artie, I think you're fine. I believe it's time to step back some. I thought it was way too early to reopen Texas, but they did. And um, now the numbers are shooting up. Our coward of a governor keeps saying everything is good when it's not. But I still think it's majority your way. I think people are still want to go full steam ahead. So what you're telling me, Torres, whatever the numbers are, the numbers are quarantine the kids and just keep uh, keep muscling through is what you're telling me then. Really quick, I have one more only because yeah. it's super relevant. He go said uh, it's from John Wood. He said, and it was to me specifically, he didn't tag you. He said, Arnie, uh, Aaron, get Arnie's mind right. I lost my job in the film industry, but we start back on the 27th. If we are entertainment and starting back, then sports can start back as well. So to your question about entertainment, the entertainment world is opening up. Now, to, now, what was your question specifically? I apologize. No, no. Um, I, well, I, well, I forgot what I was going to say there. But um, entertainment-wise, there is a difference between entertainment and the supermarket, uh, the restaurant, um, you know, these people's livelihoods on places like that. And we were going to talk about college football I don't even remember the numbers anymore. Didn't it start with Alabama, um, Torres? Yep. And then, what, LSU and Clemson and Texas was in there. Um, you mentioned Kansas State. I, I don't even know who I'm missing. I know well, I'm missing a bunch. What I would say is yeah. I, I, virtually everybody that has come back does have some positive tests. I mean, even early on, A&M had a few. Auburn had a few. These were very low cases. Now, the numbers have gone up over the last couple weeks. Uh, and it's listen, Arnie. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's nothing. I want right. to make that clear. I, I, right. I, and I under like like the thing that sucks is when when your opinion is that you got to open up. It makes it seem like you don't care about people's right. lives, and that's not true. Which is why I said I win the argument because even if you lose one life, it, 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 you know you sound insensitive to that. But then let me yeah. ask you this. I mean, and I'm not trying to be facetious, and I'm not trying to be Clay Travis, but but we lose lives to the flu every right. year. Right. The the, the regular flu. Um, and, and it is statistically more likely for young people to die from the regular flu than this. Right. So we don't shut anything down for the flu because statistically speaking, um, you know, 
young, healthy athletes are pretty safe. They're going to recover. I would mention, people are not talking about this, 23 Clemson players tested positive. 23 were asymptomatic. None were hospitalized. And that's the other thing, too, Arnie. You think that's important? Because I think that is important. Even on your side, as I make the case for you, Torres, I think that, and I, I was told my wife this, I go, well, she's like, oh, my goodness. I go, but Beth, 23 guys walking around with something that, they didn't have a clue. When I have the flu, if, yep. if there's 23 of us with the flu, I say, geez, Taurus, I don't feel good today. I'm going to do the show, but you know, you need to do the heavy lifting or something, or I, I can't do the show. We all feel like crap. You know what I mean? Yep. We, we, we know we got something wrong with us. No, 100%. 100%. And this is you know what is legitimately scary about this thing. I mean, I remember back to early March, Donovan Mitchell being on either Good Morning America or one of those shows saying, I feel perfectly fine, but the doctors tell me I have to stay away from people. I have to have, a, you know, I have to be tested, all that stuff. And so it, it is crazy. What I would say, though, and I do think this is an important part, whether you agree that th- that sports should be canceled or not, and I, I don't agree with that. Something important that should be mentioned is it is actually a good thing that these kids are on campus. If they, you know, if they're going to test positive. You can have the medical attention. You can actually get tested. You're not around your parents and your grandparents and all that stuff. And so, again, I really wish there were zero positive tests. It, it, we will, I don't know what we would be talking about tonight if there were, but it is inevitable that people are going to test positive as tests go up, as um, exposure goes up. And to me, Arnie, I just don't see where sports should be exempt from coming back to the real I, world when everybody else is. Well, let's separate sports for a second. Okay. I think even you would. I think you would even agree with me that NFL, MLB, NHL, um, NBA—that's one thing. But when we talk college football, we're talking about college kids that don't get paid. All right. So, would you, would you agree with me that maybe they should be under a different set of rules than the professionals? That maybe. We shouldn't risk the college players, the 18 to 22-year-olds, because they're not paid professionals to risk their health, not not even so much their lives, but their health. And we really don't know the long-term effects. What could happen six months from now, a year from now? Would you say that the college is different or they're all under the same umbrella? Well, let me ask you kind of a question on top of your question. Not answering that one. Go ahead. Yes, I'm no, 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 because I, I seriously want yeah. your opinion on this. When you say putting them at risk, does that mean that if there's one positive test, because what if you know there are teams that have reported back that have had zero positive tests? So I understand that. Should, right. they, should we shut down the whole season for fear that some players could get it down the road? I don't know the number. I can't. I can't say. If, but one if, life if is, five is on every, too many, right? But I can't. But I can't say if it's one on every team, five on every team. What happens if one team has ten people and nobody else? Do you just shut down one team? I don't have the answer well, to that. And I, listen, I, I can't. I, if, can I go from ten conference team to nine or twelve to eleven? I, I don't know. Well, I don't know how to answer that. And I'll tell you this: yeah. these are the tough questions that are being asked in college sports right now. Because I do. I I think weirdly, people are going to think I'm insensitive. I think it's a good thing that people are testing positive now. Hopefully, uh, there are studies that are showing that once you catch it, maybe it works through your system and you'll be okay. We don't know 100% sure. I'm not claiming to be a scientist. But I bring that up because maybe it's a good thing that these guys are getting exposed early and they'll be okay by football season. But with that said, Arnie, I will admit that in talking to people around college sports, I think they're asking the same questions you are right now, and there isn't an answer. And the question becomes, um, you know, Arizona State may be playing Stanford in the middle of a week. 
and Arizona State might, God forbid, have an outbreak, and that's just a hypothetical, but, and they might yeah. have to cancel that game. But you but, know, but go ahead. You don't put them. No, you don't put them in the same class as the professionals, though, do you? I mean, they, they shouldn't be forced to risk their health. Well, like people that are getting paid. I don't know that anyone is being forced to do anything because if you, if you, you know, the UCLA story came up yesterday. And literally the first thing that UCLA said in their response was, we will not make any player come back to campus or play if they do not feel safe and their scholarship will be honored. So um, to me, I, 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 you know, I don't know that I think each individual has the right to say no. And that's an argument. That's a conversation for the NBA, for Major League Baseball. They have the right to say no. My understanding is that schools will honor scholarships if kids do not want to come back. I can't speak for all, whatever, 130 FBS schools, but Ohio State has said they will honor scholarships. UCLA has said they will honor scholarships. So, to me, I think that's a part of this as well. Do you Are you on Team Torres, full steam ahead, or am I giving in to the fear porn, as Clay Travis would say? Uh, Aaron underscore Torres. I've been thinking genius one. I want to talk a little bit about Mike Gundy. Or maybe we'll talk a lot about Mike Gundy. How about that? That's coming up next. First, though, check in for the first time tonight with DeSager to see what's trending, what's going on tonight, DeSager. Good evening, gentlemen. A spirited debate. And by the way, it was just the news this week. There was a young woman in Colorado who around May 1st had symptoms and tested positive for COVID-19. Twice. Now she's back in the hospital. Yeah. She never got the antibodies and got it a, a month and a half later, got the same virus again. And, you know... All the stuff about the flu, yeah, fine. This isn't the flu. There's there's no vaccine. There's no treatment for this. You can have it and spread it without knowing it. Comedian D.L. Hughley tonight was in the news because last night during stand-up in Nashville, he passed out during his set on the stage and Whoa. went to the hospital for dehydration and today was diagnosed with coronavirus. Uh, the Texas governor that was mentioned, remember it was about nine days ago when he had that Zoom call for an hour with the 12 athletic directors of his state's FBS football schools. That was the conversation where he told them not to expect capacity at their stadiums to be above 50% this fall. The update on Texas tonight is that coronavirus hospitalizations in the state of Texas Texas have now hit record highs for nine days in a row. This wow. isn't having it. This isn't testing positive. This is actually going to the hospital because of it. Texas reported about 3,250 people hospitalized for it just today. Wow. That's another record. Today's Belmont Stakes winner was Tis the Law, the favorite in this race. The Kentucky Derby was postponed to early September, so this is the first of the year's three Triple Crown races instead of the last. No spectators or horse owners were allowed at Belmont Park in New York, so the horse who won the Florida Derby wins the Belmont. In fact, uh, he hung around, took the lead in the final turn, and won by nearly four lengths, cruising near the end. The Redskins will retire the number of Bobby Mitchell, who had passed away in April. The Hall of Famer was their first black player. Bobby Mitchell, a wide receiver who wore number 49, led the NFL in receiving yards in 1962 and 63, averaging about 100 yards per game then. New 49ers tackle Trent Williams, ex of Washington, passed his physical and signed a restructured contract. His extension ends after this year. The Bucs can 
confirmed that people at their facility have tested positive for COVID-19. No number or details given. About 10 teams have reported cases so far, according to ESPN. Former Dolphins running back Jim Kick died at the age of 73. Kick had been battling dementia at an assisted living facility. Kansas State has suspended its players' workouts for two weeks. 14 athletes have tested positive there. The University of Houston had also shut down workouts. Yes, Clemson's athletic programs had 28 positive tests. 23 reportedly were football players. At least 30 LSU football players have been in quarantine, but not all tested positive for the virus, and there were no hospitalizations there. SI says some of the players got infected as part of an outbreak at a local nightclub. The quote from the LSU trainer was, it's not surprising, it's a pandemic, we should not be shocked, we were prepared. Right. The NCAA recently approved the six-week-long workout schedule for football this summer, by the way, starting mid-July. The normal month of preseason camp with practices is due to begin August the 7th. Fox TV will have tomorrow's NASCAR 500 at Talladega, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And some fans will be on hand. About 5,000 will be allowed in. Face masks required tonight. Wow. The main grandstand at Talladega holds about 80,000. Webb Simpson in a four-way tie for the golf lead at Hilton Head. And amazingly, we've had a 15th horse die this season at Santa Anita, the famed racetrack in Los Angeles. It just doesn't end. This was after a horse finished sixth today. And during the gallop out, right after the finish of the race, the four-year-old Colt Colt fractured the right knee. And the veterinarians believe the injury was not repairable, so the horse horse was euthanized. That's five racing deaths, ten training deaths in the six-month season, which mercifully concludes tomorrow. Uh, and then remember, the track was closed for racing for almost two months this year because of the pandemic. They still have those numbers. Santa Anita had 30 horse deaths during its meeting a year ago. Back to you. I had to say, by the way, full steam ahead, like uh, Torres said. What do you think? Well, I'm certainly not stopping on June 20th for crying out loud. Oh, there wow. You what go, an attitude. Sager. Wow. Let's go, Team Torres. Look at you. I'm shocked. I would never would have asked you if I thought you were against I me. I still stick with what I said two months ago, and that oh, is that. You're flip flopping now. Not at all. I said then and say now these leagues are going to have to really clear a lot of hurdles to get this done, but it is humanly possible to give that attempt, and that's what they're all doing. Oh, jeez. Look at you flip-flop. All right, Desager, get out of here. Move along. Move along. <laughs> Stop. Just because you keep repeating it doesn't mean it's true. Wow. It's the same thing I kept saying. Well, you know what? I, I Let me read this one to you, uh, uh, Torres. Um, Charlie sent this personally to me, but I'll give it to you. It says, Torres would think differently if he was 20 years older. No, I, actually, I don't Actually, I don't think you would because I'm, I'm not really worried that I'm in that 57-year uh uh, age group or the over 55 age group that doesn't really concern me well and I think you know what I would also say to that is you know I, I don't think I would and it's an argument that my frankly that my wife and I have gotten into uh, quite a bit uh, over the course of this entire pandemic is you know whenever I whenever I try to kind of give her facts and talk her off a ledge she'll always say well you know my, my dad is this age and my mom is this age and it's not just about you and I say, do you want something to happen to them I say no I don't but they're both healthy. Statistically, hopefully, yeah. every, there's an there's an exception to every rule. But they're both healthy, and knock on wood, everything will be safe. And oh, by the way, when we went over there to start this thing, we would wear masks and we would keep our distance and all those things. And so, if if I was 20 years older, and I didn't have health risks, would I be a li- first of all to backtrack? One, would I be a little bit more cautious? Yes, but also. 
just because I don't believe that we should stop the world doesn't mean that I don't believe that people should wear masks when they go out. I don't believe that people should wash their hands more. I believe those things. I just don't believe that we should shut down everything, and I include sports in that. I don't know if this story is going to help anybody, but I'll, I'll, just, okay. tell it. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'll just tell it anyway. My mom's 92. Um, when this first broke out, what was it, mid-March, give yep. or take, who knows the exact date, but um, she was in a rehab center, okay? Um, since then, she'd been in a rehab center for about a, a good two months. She got out. She rebroke her other hip, had surgery. She's back. She went into the hospital, back in the rehab center, um, and she didn't test positive for the virus. Interesting. You, you would think that if anybody would, sure, that it would be my mom. I don't know. Is that worth telling? I don't even know, but... It makes you wonder, you know, people are getting it left and right here. Yeah. And my mom's been in well, in L.A., in the hospital, in rehab, where it's all over the place, and she didn't get it. You yeah, know? and I will say, and this is something DeSager has pointed out throughout this entire pandemic, is that, um, you know, this, this virus is nameless and faceless. And while certain, you know, people are likely, more likely to die or less likely to die, it doesn't mean that young people can't get it. It doesn't mean that old people can't avoid it. Um, what I would continue to say, though, to the person that says if I was 20 years older, if you feel like you're at risk, limit yourself as much as possible. And again, wash your hands, use the hand sanitizers, wear a mask. So. Right. Well, Kate, Kate says this. There's no vaccine for COVID-19. There is one for the flu, though. Big difference. And um, 60,000 people a year still die with the vaccine. Wow. I'm not yelling at you, but this is like, like you know, and, and this is the other thing, too, right, Arnie? We've been talking about this for three months because now. Because a lot of people actually said that, too. I want you to know that. But go That's ahead. okay. That's okay. Yeah. They're all yeah. wrong. No, I'm just okay. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but, you know, and this is the other part of it, too, is our own politicians have said that at some point we do have to build a herd immunity. And part of the reason that we shut down was to flatten the curve, which we did. Thank goodness. Now, cases are going up as exposure is going up. Um, but we also do have to build a herd immunity at some point. And so... I don't know, but it feels like it is going to be a good thing that people can fight. It feels like it's a good thing, excuse me, that people are getting this and fighting it off. You can't keep everybody locked up forever. Um, I wonder what's it going to take. And there was one, and I'm sorry, I have to go through this. I, I We've gotten so many. And if you want to get a hold of us, Aaron underscore Torres, I'm at stinking genius one. I, I don't know where it is, but for the most part, I'll just sum it up, Aaron. It said, um, we're going to have to wait till there's a death in sports. Yes. Before, any, and I, I can't find it, well, but um, well, then you're going to wake up is, is pretty much the, the, the sum of it all. Well, and I do think, so Roger Thornhill said something similar to this, where he said, yeah. once a coach or staff member dies in a sport, yes. the players won't want to participate. Yeah. And I do think that is that is a legitimate fear. There are coaches that yes. are 60-plus years old. College basketball, which I love. Coach K is 70-plus years old. Jim Beheim is 70-plus years old. So these are real concerns, but it also... Arnie, at some point, it does come down to what do people want to do? Because, by the way, we saw pushback from Mike D'Antoni and a couple of the other older NBA coaches that said, I don't want to be discriminated against. I want to coach my team. And it it's kind of a broader thing with society, right? If you can stay home or if you can limit your exposure and you want to do that, you should. But if you also want to go out and live your life, you should have that opportunity too. And I think it's kind of pertains to sports as well, where Mike D'Antoni said, I'm not sitting three rows off the bench. I'm not wearing a mask on the sideline. And that's his personal opinion and decision. I don't know what the NBA, if they will enforce that or force them to. 
But that's part of this conversation as well. Lou says, what a crazy argument. Less testing means fewer cases. And so we won't have many more cases than any other country. Idiotic logic. Um, It says here, big deal. One lousy year with no sports but fewer deaths. Where where are our priorities? Yeah, I mean, what a crazy argument. Less testing means fewer deaths. I didn't, first of all, I don't know if he's talking about my thing, but I mean, it is kind of true. More testing equals more, you know, positive results. I mean, none of these football players that are asymptomatic would have known they had that if the school didn't require testing. Um, but it doesn't, like, like, and again, I understand we're a sports talk radio show. But if you shut down sports because it's quote-unquote entertainment, where do we draw the line? And to me, the waitress at Denny's, her life is no more or less valuable than Zion Williamson or LeBron James. That's uh, the Sager. What the, the less what? testing reference, that was in the Trump speech at Tulsa oh. tonight. He purposely oh. told his people, let's cut back on the testing so that the numbers don't go up. It's why, for example, at the beginning of this, he didn't want that one cruise ship to dock on U.S. soil because then right. the numbers would go up. Gotcha. You know, when they had that in Tulsa, uh, it's a shame Chris Plank isn't on tonight's show. Yeah, yeah. They had oh, this- wow. Just tell me how you really feel wow. about me, DeSager. You want <laughs> well, to come in a Saturday? No, we talked you. about this with the Oklahoma reference with uh, with Chris last weekend on the Sunday night show. But, you know, they had the speech in Tulsa at the minor league hockey arena. And when Rex Chapman tweeted out the view of how many empty seats there were in the upper level tonight, Ice Cube then retweeted that and said, we had more people in Tulsa at our big three game there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> If you, Arnie, we'll have yeah. to get Bernie Fratto on later to get the odds on DeSager dropping an Ice Cube reference on this show, because they had to be about a million to one. Aaron I, underscore Torres, I've been sticking genius one. When we get back, uh, Aaron Torres's medical degree against Dr. Fauci. We go head to head. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan Weiju over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right, get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, you see, include your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius One. Uh, Dr. Fauci says football may not happen at all this year. Torres is full steam ahead. Dr. Fauci, Cornell Medical College. Um, Torres, what medical school did you go to? Uh, University of Arizona, uh, which isn't good. a real college. By, by the way, we have a great medical school. I want you to know that. But go ahead. You see, now, if Dr. Fa- now, you're not a big Dr. Dr. Fauci fan to begin with, are you? I just, first of all, I feel no. I feel bad because when you have a press conference every day, you're going to say contradictory things because information changes and he gets crushed for it. I just don't think that he knows enough about football. Like it's not feasible. He didn't say there's going to be well, no does football he need season. To know like the the West Coast offense to know. Well, he didn't say there's going to be no football. He said football maybe need to be played in a bubble, and I just don't think there's any place on planet Earth. That's going to be allowing 32 teams with 53 players plus coaches. Um, may, maybe Walt Disney World can. I just don't. I just don't think it's feasible, and I don't think it's likely. And it's one game a week. Well, it's different than the NBA. Oh, what? What's well, on? You know, you know, you, you, you contradict Dr. Fauci. But my, my thing is this: Knockwood, if you went to the doctor, the doctor said you've got this, Aaron, and I got to tell you. I don't know what's going to happen to you. And I don't know how to treat it. And I don't know what the hell to do. You're going to be kind of panicky. We're saying the same thing about this virus, but yet you still want to play football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. I I don't understand you sometimes. So I'm not I'm not a doctor, and you're not either. But well, where but I did you the Holiday Inn? But go ahead. What doctor did you talk to that says I have no idea how to treat this? Well, we don't have a we don't we can't treat it, can we? Are we treating this? I mean, do we have a, a cure for this? I, I mean, I we've literally s- was there a cure for this? I didn't hear it. I, I mean, literally, there there's been now millions of people that have gotten it, and God forbid, and I'm sorry to say this, a hundred thousand people have died, but there are also over a million people, well over a million people. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head that have recovered. So yeah, I think that doctors have recovered. not th- not that we had a cure, but have recovered. Yes. Well, you said doctors okay. don't know how to cure this, and And so I think that they're figuring it out on the fly when whatever it is, however, whatever the percentage is, um, uh, whatever the percentages are, are, you know, not dying from this. But again, uh, yes, whatever the percentages. And I saw the chart that Coy Travis put out. And I think like 95 percent of the people that have died from the virus are over the ages of 55 years. So um, I understand that that, you know, these college kids are not in that part, but yet young people are susceptible to getting it. And that's the last thing I want to put them in. They're different than the professionals. I think that's the part you're not getting. You it's said you said yeah. to start the show that no sports could be played in 2021. Well, that's it, literally what I, you said. No, I said there may not have to be sports. Look, I, you want, did not sports say. As, I you, want sports as much as the next guy, but I'm ready to shut it down for 2020. If I got to keep everybody keep getting the virus, I, all I keep hearing is about everybody testing positive. You went from no sports to... 
you said, and it wasn't a may because I wouldn't have referenced your waitress who was putting her life on the line and probably her her common sense by dealing with you all day. Uh, you went from no sports to now it's oh no college sports. Now no college sports is an argument no, no. to be had, but you said I no meant sports. all sports. No, no, all sports. If I said college sports, I meant all sports. Yes, yes. I'm, and I'm sticking with that. So okay. if I if I misspoke, I am sticking well, with that. I mean, I, yeah. I you know, are you comfortable doing this show? I mean, you. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, oh, where geez. do you where do you draw the line? I mean, you went out to lunch today. Have, I would well, ask you're not you. Got want a haircut. I wish I didn't tell you I went out to lunch. I, I told Eric during the yeah. break. I can't believe you admitted I, to it. It was I, the worst it, part, I, thing you could have done for your argument. Everybody take a deep breath. Would you? Everybody take a deep. You breath. You take a deep breath. Everybody take a deep breath. You take a deep breath. Hour one you. in the box. All right, hour one in the box. Everybody take a deep breath. You We're take a come back. I'm going to smack around Torres a little bit more. I want to get into baseball, too. But we're not done with that. And so i got a lot to say about what's going on in baseball, spring training, all kinds of stuff next here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, good evening, everyone. As we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to be part of the show real simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. Happy Father's Day. Early Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, By the way, notice how when it's Mother's Day, we talk about that for like a month leading up to it. Father's Day, we're like, happy Father's Day, let's move on. You know, uh, uh, who cares, you know? Yeah, well, I'm just really happy that your wife got you a gift that you're never going to use. If yep, you, the if- Ninja Coffee Maker, the yes. Ninja Coffee. It's a very good coffee maker, I do have to say that. It's the Rolls Royce of coffee makers there, yes. Taurus. And Don't as, make fun of it. And as I said, you're the Honda Accord of Sports Talk <laughs> Radio hosts. So. You're going to reuse that one. Oh, oh, yeah. What's wrong with the Honda Accord? They're very good cars, very dependable. They can last hundreds of thousands of miles. I was going to say, you've been on air for hundreds of thousands oh, of years. So. Geez, I, it's just too easy yeah. for you. It's just I was going to say, easy. if people missed hour one, we learned two things. Arnie got a coffee maker for Father's Day, and he does not care about his waitress's life at all. That's what I took out of hour one. That's really. I like- can't. I can't remember what I got for my birthday. It was something that I really I didn't want either. Well, I couldn't remember what you're like. What? What did your wife get? I think like a vacuum vacuum cleaner or something <laughs> like that. I don't, what, I don't did, remember. what did you get her for Mother's Day? Do you remember? Uh, every day is Mother's Day here. Okay, is it? Yeah, every day is Mother's Day. When you send day. her out to shovel, and then she cooks food for you, and My you order wife, takeout instead. In, in yeah. case people don't know, we live in Burlington, Vermont. And when it snows, which is 11 months a year, yes, my wife likes to shovel, all right? She likes to go. That is her fun. And who am I to take fun away from my wife? I don't know why you would be so selfish, Torres, but I, I would never do that uh, to my wife. If she wants to shovel snow, if that makes her happy, I'll do anything to make my wife happy. Well, first of all, that's an incredibly noble of you. They say thank chivalry you. is dead, but yes, not up you. in Burlington, Vermont. Yes, thank you. Thank and you. I <laughs> listen, I grew up in Connecticut, and I will say it is kind of peaceful sometimes when it's just, you know, you outside, you know, there's no noise because nobody's really on the road. I never minded to shovel, I'll be honest. I mean, you know, I would I, I would always offer a lending hand if somebody else was doing it, unlike you, but well, I, I, I won't mind. shovel. I won't shuffle the fluffy light stuff. That's called the Widowmaker. Oh God! Yeah, so, that, that, <laughs> so what do you do around the house? So okay, I'm gonna assume yeah. she cooks. 
I'm guessing. Don't act like I don't do a lot around the house, okay? Don't act like. Do you know how to like change light bulbs and stuff? I know how to do the laundry. It's not that tough. My wife complains. You don't do the laundry. We don't do the laundry. How tough is it? I take the dirty clothes, I put it in the washing machine, and I hit the on button. It's not like I ask you to walk two miles with the laundry on your back down to the river and bang out it against the rocks until it's clean and then walk it back. You hit the button, you put it in, you put it in the dryer, you hit another button. How tough can it be for crying out loud, you know? Wow. You're Mr. Mom over there. It sounds I am like you Mr. got a Mom. Hold. Yeah, you're I, incredible. I, I could put it in a thing and hit a button just as good as the rest of them. I don't know about you. Good but for you, uh, it doesn't take a lot of skill to do something like that. No no offense to the people that do it as a living, I guess, but you put it in there and you hit the button. My goodness. You have really grown as a human being. You Thank now you. know how to do laundry. It took Thank till you. 78 years old, but you figured it out. I figured it out. Aaron underscore Torres. I've been sticking genius one. Um, we'll get back to whether we should have sports, but Major League Baseball, well, I, I, I may not have to argue that we shouldn't have sports. We're still waiting for the next counter offer for Major <laughs> League Baseball. The players uh, want 70 games. The owners want 60. Yes, why don't they just cut it down at 65 and say, okay, we split it in the middle and let's get back to it. I, I guess it's really not that easy. The owners are standing on 70 because, or excuse me, 60 because they're losing money. Not a whole heck of a lot of money, but they're losing money out there. Um, either way, Aaron, it, it's bad optics all the way around. Nobody's coming out a winner out of this one. I told Eric, our producer during the break, I don't care for any more updates. Just tell me when they're going to play and where. And if they're not going to play, it's fine. I got the NBA coming back. I got NASCAR. I got golf. I'll move on. I just can't do – there's been seven times where we were like one step away where, oh, this is the one. It's coming. And it didn't happen. And so to me, I don't care. I don't need updates. I understand. But again, and it, it really does go back to what we talked about in the first hour. If waiters and waitresses and bartenders and hotel people, if they can all go back to work, if our postal workers can can have never taken a day off this whole time, I don't feel bad for a baseball player that they're not getting the percentage of their salary that they want. I don't feel bad for them. Now, that, that I can understand and that, that I can agree with um, when it comes to Major League Baseball. Um, Look, I know the owners take the risk here, and that's why they're holding to their position, but I think it's a bad optics for them also. I think every which way it's disgusting um, because the owners don't want to play those extra games. They don't want to lose that much money, and the players want every dime they can get out of this when a lot of Americans are without jobs and taking pay cuts all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, how many? But I still think if you have fans at baseball games, which I thought was still an option, I at this point it doesn't look that way, but you never know. Things change from hour to hour. Sure. So, you know, in 10 minutes I can say, hey, guess what? Fans are back in baseball. But um, I think that's the way they can maybe win back fans if they allow maybe uh, 25 to 50% in the stadiums because the NBA and the NHL are not going to have any fans there. Well, and I'll tell you, it's going to be a fascinating conversation for football, right? For, For whether it's college or the NFL. I mean, what do you do where these states are saying that fans can come back in the stands? I mean, NASCAR will have fans in Charlotte in a couple weeks. Um... You know, obviously Texas is another state that is welcoming fans to stands. I'm just fascinated what the NFL experience, what the college football experience is going to look like. And obviously baseball, if they can get back on the field, I'll be curious if they eventually do at some point let fans in. And if it's right away in a state like Florida or Texas that would allow it. What do you want me to do? About baseball when spring training, uh, all the all the teams have closed their spring training. They're going to say now they're going to uh, practice or get ready for the season in their home ballparks, wherever they play their games. 
Um, am I supposed to ignore that? Am I supposed to say, well, no big deal. It's a hotbed in Florida and Texas, California. Places, well, California's not that bad, but um, you know, places like Florida and Arizona? Or um, do I just ignore that the spring training's been shut down and we just continue on? You know where I stand on this argument. First of all, I found it very interesting. I was doing some reading on this uh, before I came in, which I'm doing prep work. That's what I should be doing. First the, time ever. Go for, ahead. Uh, the Blue Jays, nobody even tested positive. Somebody showed symptoms and they shut it down. And so what wasn't clear to me about some of these facilities was their testing on the way in because – that's the big thing, right? Like the University of Houston last week had to shut down their workouts because six guys were showing symptoms, but they never tested them on the way in. And so I wonder with these baseball facilities, are guys actually getting tested on the way in? Aaron, I just have to ask you, you know, when you say sports has to continue, is that for our, I'll say our, not yours, but our um, entertainment purposes only? Is there is this for financial gain? Is this to keep people employed? Because I know you're not talking about the millionaires and billionaires. Why is it so important um, for you to have baseball back, let's say, or NBA or NHL back right, before we start football? Why is that so important? It's a great question, and it's not important. I just think I, I well, don't you make it sound like it's important. I mean, I don't. If it wasn't I important, don't, you wouldn't be risking people's health. But go ahead. I don't know what the difference is between Zion Williamson or who's the hot N- NHL players, Sidney Crosby. I don't right. like. I don't understand what. Listen, it, they they are getting tested on the way in to these bubbles. They have access to great medical staff. They can easily be quarantined. They can easily be taken care of. I don't want but, anybody. But who to wants get- to play under those conditions? Have you seen some of the? Rules that they have for the NFL and the NBA guys, well, and that's what cracks me you know, up. Who wants to play like that? Well, though? it was funny. You know, I saw Justice Winslow say yesterday, "Oh, the NBA doesn't care about our health." I've criticized Adam Silver about a lot of things. The one thing you can't say is they don't care about your health. When you got to throw away a deck of cards after you use them, when you can't wear a headset after you're playing vi- while you're playing video games, you can't tell me the NBA doesn't care about your health. Now the question becomes again, Arnie. It's very simple. All I'm, I, I don't think it's quote-unquote important. I just don't understand why we're making exceptions for athletes who are universally in shape, not in a, in a health risk group. And we're also telling anybody, by the way, that doesn't want to come play that they don't have to come play. And so my whole thing is, what, why are we making exceptions for them when I go to Target today and there's 150 people working their butts off that don't get access to testing every day, that don't have the best medical professionals, that can't easily be quarantined? Same with a waitress at my restaurant. I, I don't understand what the well, difference is. Well, I'll tell you, first of all, what are you going to keep the whole all of the United States unemployed Aaron is that is I mean is that is why that, is know? Zion Williamson an exception you have I've asked you 10 well, times well, you I have keep, an answer well I keep telling you I, if it was up to me then we wouldn't be playing sports they would be unemployed then would they not be then that's what would I'm they saying not, would they not be unemployed I would say fine shut it down well he's not shut gonna get down. money the, the the players are set to lose 1.2 billion dollars if they do not come back no, this season that is from the owners making that type of money the players salary they've already made most of their salaries in the NBA are we talking about the NBA now you have I'm you, talking about so many sports I don't even know what the hell sports we're talking about anymore Bobby marks from ESPN yes. said that in total 2 billion dollars of revenue would be lost which would include 1.2 billion in player salary if they do not return this year. Okay, so that's with all the players who've already received most of their salaries. But you know what? Who cares about the money? 
what what does the money have anything to do with this um, when you're telling me what millionaires are going to lose in salary and what billionaires are going to lose in profit? Because I don't give a damn. So you be you literally you. just said the whole world can't go unemployed. You're asking NBA well, that, players to be well, unemployed because they make oh a million because they make because they make a million dollars as opposed to fifty thousand dollars. They're allowed to you, go unemployed. You, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Not all of them. Yeah, are, yeah, not all yeah, of them you know are living. That is exactly right. Oh, so you're because, an elitist. Because okay. billionaires and millionaires make so much money, I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about Mike Trout and his $420 million contract, okay? I don't care about how much the players are making and if we're, you know if they don't have enough money and the billionaires. I care about the folks, like you said, working at Walmart and you know working at Target and working at the local diner. They're the ones I got to be worried about. Don't compare those people. You're not worried about them. You're sending them back to work. We have to go back to work. Why doesn't Zion have to go back to work? He's 21. He's healthy. I mean, he might not be healthy now. He might have eaten too much, but continue. But I'll I'll send them back to work. It just doesn't have to be immediate. Can't I wait? Why do I got to start the NBA now? Can't I just say, you know what? I give up. Let's just wrap up. Let's just forget about the rest of the... 20 what is it 2021 season now and take the rest of the time off you got july and boom we're back for the next year um in the camps in august that gives you a month why can't we do that it's just another month month and a half what why is that why do we have to finish up this damn year why why do i got to do that so you're saying bring them back uh instead of bringing them back for games on july 30th Bring them back for training camp for next year on August first. Is that what you just I, said? I, no, that's I, what it I, sounds I, like you just no, said. No, I, I'm trying to buy time here. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to buy some time. Okay, so instead of making them finish up this year, give me some time. Give me the rest of August, maybe part of September. I I, I need time. I, I I can't send them back now. It's June. What 19th. happens if there's not it's a vaccine? It's June 19th. It's June 19th, and you and I can't play basketball. Who's to say it's going to be any safer on December 1st when we may be in the middle of a second and, wave? And it may not. And that's so, what I'm but, saying. You have so to go what do you back. Want me to do about that. That's though. my whole point. You have to go back at some point. Go back in a safe bubble environment where there's so much testing. Listen, if your argument is just we can't come back till till there's a vaccine, I don't agree with that. But it, it is that is at least a logical argument. But to push it off for three months, knowing that we probably won't have a vaccine, it doesn't even make sense, Arnie. Not even three months. We're at the end of June. I'm talking. I, what, what, You're July? saying to start next season. Well, for what the NBA that that will start in August, right? Another six to eight more weeks, right? Is that, mm. I'm just buying a little time here. Call your boy Dr. Fauci and see if we'll have a have oh, a vaccine. You hate Dr. Fauci. That's your buddy, your best friends. It's not my best friend. I mean, he has flip flopped a little bit. I will say that. Yeah. Can I say that on the air? Can That's. I-, I mean, it's not factually incorrect. Most of what you say is factually incorrect. No, I'm kidding. Wow. Ah, I'm kidding. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. Um. By the way, did you hear about some of the rule changes? They want to throw in there for Major League Baseball if they ever do get back. We'll get into that next right here on Fox Sports Radio. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, 
L-A-S-I-K-L-A-S-I-K-L-A-S-I-K-L-A-S-I-K-L-A-S-I-K-L-A-S-I-K-L-A-S-I-K-L-A-S-I-K-L-A-S-I-K-L-A-S-I-K-
They have families too. They have multiple houses too. <laughs> By the way, when you shut down multiple the, houses, I'm, they have expenses <laughs> oh, that they need a geez. salary for. Just Cue like the you violins and, for me right now, please go ahead. So, so because they make millions, we shouldn't feel bad that they have bills to pay. You're, you feel bad for them. I'll feel bad for the people making uh, a minimum wage. Okay, my friend. Let me let me bring. What this is the up. difference? Whether your your whether your mortgage is fifty thousand dollars a month or five thousand dollars a month, you still got to go back to work at some point, And there's not going to be a cure. There's not going to be a vaccine by the time of the start of next season. We don't think. And so you're still not answering the most basic questions, Arnie. Ooh, you got me all fired but, up. No, what's, yeah, well, the basic question is, is that I don't care about your third summer home. I care people about people's only place to live. But So when ask, they go bankrupt yeah. like everybody else does because they, they have no bankrupt. income? Oh, my goodness. The NBA players got most of their salary and so is the NHL. Stop with the BS, man. If we were sitting next to each other, we'd be throwing punches at each other right now. I, I promise you that. $1.2 billion in lost revenue. Oh, so. you know, okay. You, you bleeding heart, you. Um, th- by the way. Major League Baseball says they may do a couple of things different this year if they mm. if they do come back, uh, which I don't even know if that's going to happen. That's a whole other topic, though. Um, one, they may go with ties after nine innings. Just say, that's it, no extra innings. We have a tie, which is about the worst thing I think I've heard. Or two, go with the runner on second and see if you can score the run. I'm more inclined to go with the runner on second. The tie thing is disgusting, to be honest. You're you're so dramatic. Cancel sports. Ties are disgusting. What you? Oh wait, my what? You're pro ties. Does feel like kissing your sister, as they say. Yeah, I was gonna say you're pro tie. No, I'm not pro tie, but I do think. By the way, thankfully you're not getting a tie for Father's Day tomorrow. But yes. no, I mean, listen, I, I've kept one thing pretty consistent throughout this entire quarantine. I said when sports come back, it's going to look different. We have to deal with it. Um, and so if for one 50-game season, which, by the way, I'm more upset about 50 games than I am about ties. Right, right. If for one 50-game season we have to have ties, I don't know that really? I'm super fired up about it. You can't put a runner on second to start the inning off and say, okay, let's see if we can get a run. That that doesn't appeal to you? That that's not okay with you? I, you're, you know, what is it? Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. No, I mean, you're, a tie. You're, you're, you're a tie. We don't even do that in the NHL. I no. hate the runner on second just as much. No, you don't. Yes, Stop I do. It. Why do you hate that? What makes that such a heinous act? It's like college football, where you, in overtime you get to start on the twenty yard line. I hate that too. Why do you just get the ball on the twenty yard no, line? Why do you just right. get a runner why, on second? Why don't we just have a tie then instead of putting it on the twenty yard, twenty five yard line? The world has gone on with ties before. Oh, Arnie. my goodness. I can't believe it. I may have to fire you. And it's not because you screwed up any movie quotes. Any, if you're pro-tie, that's immediately a fireball offense. If you're gonna, you if understand you're gonna, that? If you better gonna, hope Don Martin and Scott Shapiro are not Arnie, listening right Arnie, you're going to fire me. You're not According to you're you, pro-tie. there's going to be no sports until 2027. You need someone on this show to talk to you because there's going to be no sports until 2027, according not to you. A, not if you're going to be pro-tie. I can see it now. Torres, who do you like in the Super Bowl? <laughs> well, you know, We're I really hope that both teams play well, and I'm hoping for a tie. I, I, oh, my goodness. Can I tell just, you? Just, just, you know, just poke my eyeballs out with a, a dull butter knife right now. You are so dramatic. Oh, my goodness. So what I would say is of all these rule proposals, you know what? You're going you're gonna to laugh. You know what I hate the most? What? I don't like that we're going to a DH in both leagues. Oh, I love that. I like that the pitchers hit in the National League. It's no. different. It's quirky. 
It's fun. What a waste of time. It's boring and it's ridiculous. It's strategy. It, 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 you bunt, you run, hit and run. It's all kinds of fun stuff, Arnie. Now but I don't have to take out my pitchers just because I need another extra batter or something like that. It's strategy. I love it. I oh, love it. Oh, gosh. And then, like in the World Series, you know, some team, you know, you got to plan for it. And how do you handle it? Because you were using a DH, and now you can't use the DH. Big Poppy's not playing because he's got to play the field. Always at first base. And I know Big Poppy's retired, but that's just a hypothetical. I like it. I, I want you to know we have a quarter billion listeners on any given month. Sure. Out of a quarter billion, I dare you to find one, one out of a quarter bill that says I agree with Torres. I'm pro tie. I, I dare you to find one. All right, let um, me see if I can good text in Aaron underscore. I think Torres. hold on, I think I already, I think I already hold on, I already got one. I already got one. Hold on. We got a call on line one. Go ahead. I mean if it if it angers Arnie, I'm all down. I'm down Whoa! for it. There you go. It took less than five <laughs> seconds to find someone who agrees with me. What yeah, a word. Yeah, our producer who is that our producer who doesn't do anything for us? Okay, I just want to make sure he I got that. smartens up the show with you on wow. spin out half the words. Thank goodness he's here. Um Eric says postponing sports by a couple of months is not going to do anything. I tend to agree with Aaron on that part. If there's going to be pl- uh, if there's going to be play in the bubble, that's probably about the best they can get. Let me bring this up real quick, Aaron. Major League Baseball—that's another option out there that's been thrown out there. You know, there's so many rumors. Um, they may consider the bubble option. For 50 games, I'm not so sure that's a great idea either. We see all the troubles we're having with the NBA players right now, right? With that. So, yeah, no, I mean, listen, I, I just think at a certain point, these guys have to come back. And so it, I'm not opposed to the bubble as a general rule. Now, I, I think baseball right now, they're still leaning towards playing in home parks. But I'll say this, I would, I, I have no problem with the bubble. MLB's got to get, get moving here, though, because we're just trying to get in a season at this point, And now we're going to start with bubble talk. We need, we need to get moving on that. If that's you think be baseball is going to get their stuff together? Do you think by like Monday or Tuesday they'll say, okay, now that we've killed it enough days, we don't have to play the 70 games, we go back to, to 60, so let's pick it up? Or are we still going to have problems? I will tell you point blank, uh, I have given up on trying to figure out when baseball is going to come back because I heard seven different times in the last week, oh, they're, they're right there. They're, it's, it, they're about to cross the goal line. They're about to cross the finish line, and we're still no baseball right now by the way how many people reported that on um <laughs> was it thursday wednesday thursday i you know um, I, I mean every baseball yep. insider either got the bogus information or they're like parrots and they just repeat what one person says i um I, it's so funny because i i've been staying off social media a lot these yeah. last couple weeks it's just been um you know whatever and I, I kept refreshing on Wednesday thinking that, oh, my goodness, we're actually going to get some news trying to, you know, just be on top of it. And sure enough, next thing you know, here you go. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I guess everybody either got the bogus information or they're just they're just reporting what one person reports and they're just trying to, to fake their way through. I know you should. I, pre- really, I believe they're faking their way. You through. should pretend to be a baseball insider. Just yeah. piggyback whenever. Anybody- I said that. I said Artie Spanier is reporting that baseball is close to coming back. <laughs> I yeah. mean, they are technically close. I mean, it depends on what your definition of close is. So. Yeah. Uh, Jason said, "Come on, a tie. Come on. What's wrong with you? I don't I like had, DHs. I, I added the part that said what's wrong with you. I had the for for you know dramatic readings. All right. You're right, J- Jason. You're right. And I will say, I don't. I'm not rooting for ties. I just think when if you give me the choice. I don't like a runner starting on second. It just feels dumb to me. That's all right. I got some NFL questions for you. That's coming up next. First, let's check in with the Sager, see what's trending, what's going on there, the Sager. We will get to the NBA bubble in 15 minutes. As far as the baseball, it was John Heyman's MLB Network Twitter feed that was very optimistic Wednesday based on the commissioner's words, and people were running with it. The reason why we haven't been literally close 
in all of these ridiculous weeks we've gone through with the baseball news is in part and only part because on the player side, they still want their full prorated salaries and they're not bending at all, even if the owners are unable to sell a single ticket for the entire season. Even if that's a reality, the players say, eh, I don't care. Your problem. I thought they weren't going to have fans anyway, they said, right? I thought it was no fans. Yeah, it probably will be no fans, but the players still want, if we're going to play 80 games, 60 games, whatever it is, no discount on the salaries, even though you're going to lose 40% of your revenue because there's no gift shop sales, there's no concessions, parkings, ticket sales, none of that on the owner's side. They're both at fault. But as far as the Blue Jays thing, you were mentioning earlier that they shut down their camps and now all spring training camps have been for COVID-19 cleaning. It was the Blue Jays player exhibiting symptoms because he was a pitcher who had recently spent time with players on the Phillies. And those oh, two camps geez. are just a couple miles from each other, Blue Jays and Phillies, north of St. Pete. And it was the Phillies who had eight positive tests and eight negative, and the rest they were awaiting results See, on. And, and this goes to all of these conversations, is you do have to be careful who you're exposing yourself to. Mm-hmm. Like, this is part of the conversation about limiting this stuff. Absolutely. You didn't do it on purpose. No, I know, but it's like these Gosh. LSU guys that are all going out to a bar. Of course, yeah, if you're in a, a crowded yeah. bar, it's go- it's going to be more likely. Right. Sorry, wait, go wait, ahead. This, wait, wait, wait. Play football, but don't go to a bar and eat. Okay, I got you now. This is why the baseball commissioner has said, no, we will not have a single doubleheader this year because yeah. the health people say, no, don't spend eight hours around the other ball players if you can only spend four. Well, but except you'd have seven inning games, so instead of a uh, four-hour no, no. game, you're... Uh, what nine inning games not if it's a double header then it'll be seven innings well still no double headers because you just want the nine innings not x number of extras if i can't stay for 14 innings and nine's the max then there's a problem (laughs) again there's a problem i was at the longest game in angels history it was actually i had a good time it was like 18 innings about four or five years ago in one week at a Dodger season years ago, I went to an 18-inning game and a 15-inning game. Look at you. Happened to be wow. on the same The Sager one-upping Torres over here. <laughs> Look at that. When, when did you leave? What, what inning did you leave in? I stayed for both, actually. The whole game? Yeah. No, I would be leaving in like the fifth inning. <laughs> Be traffic. Yeah, I you wouldn't be even traffic. know if it was. Yeah, yeah, I got to be traffic. Let's just say in the twelfth, traffic was not. A they problem. say <laughs> it, it takes five innings to what is it? Five innings to make it a, an official game. Uh, Arnie, mm-hmm. the second it, if, right. it goes official, Boom. he's out. Like his rain delay. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, on the doubleheader thing, the reverse of that is the major league players get paid for any game the team plays, whether they play or not. So the players have said, "Sure, we'll play a ton of doubleheaders. We can squeeze in a lot on this schedule. We can play far more than the owners have proposed." Well, of course you're saying that. Because now load management will just come to baseball. They'll still get paid for these games. Yeah. But they'll just take all these half of the doubleheaders off, all of them. Uh, Bob Nightingale, longtime baseball writer, he's with USA Today, says MLB players, he's saying, will delay taking a vote on the 60 game proposal. For several days, while oh, they, that's a good idea. While that's they idea. gather information on the health protocols in light of all these spring training camps being shut down for the COVID nineteen. So clinic. I'm sure they'll be calling Torres to get that information, right? Torres, and for what it's baseball. worth, Marley Rivera, ESPN, says tonight she heard from players that they're supposed to be voting tomorrow. Several teams held video conference meetings today, she says, and from the players I talked to. Just allowing the commissioner to implement a season is currently the preferred choice. So. For what it's worth, there you go with the MLB. Today, we had the Belmont Stakes in New York. The New York!
York hero, Tez Delaw and Manny Franco to win the Belmont Stakes. They took it by four lengths to the end. Tis the Law, the favorite, who had also won the Florida Derby, takes this race today on NBC. This is the first Belmont winner bred in New York since 1882, with now the oldest trainer to win it. Barclay Tag is 82 years old. Nice. And the Redskins will be, speaking of nice, retiring the number of Bobby Mitchell, a Hall of Famer who died in April, wide receiver, war number 49. He was their first black player. Remember the news yesterday? The statue of the Redskins' first owner was taken down outside RFK Stadium where the team used to play after it was vandalized because George Preston Marshall worked against integration. The Redskins were the last NFL team to have an integrated roster. So Washington also announces today they're renaming the lower bowl of their current stadium for Bobby Mitchell. It was previously named for George Preston Marshall. Former Dolphins running back Jim Kick passed away at the age of 73. That backfield with Larry Zonka and Jim Kick and... Yeah, and Mercury Morris Mercury and Morris, Bob yeah. Greasy at quarterback. That oh. was the 17 and 0 Dolphins team that went undefeated 1972. Jim Kick was an AFL Pro Bowler when he entered pro football 1968 and 69, which is when just before Coach Don Shula had arrived there. Fox TV is going to have tomorrow's NASCAR 500 at Talladega, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And final note: Michelle Wee is now a mom. She's 30 years old for crying out loud. The former U.S. Open golf champ. She got married a year ago, and her husband is Golden State Warriors executive Johnny West. Wow. Johnny West, the son of Jerry West, by the yeah. way. So. Mm-hmm. I think, wait, now. did I go to school with him? No. <laughs> Jerry West? Yeah. No, you were, so. you, were like, <laughs> you were like four or five you. years ahead of Jerry West. The star of the 1969 finals. Easy. I went to school with. With his kids, Mark and Mike. Zeke from Cabin Creek. That's correct. Jerry that's, West. That's what they called Arnie four years before uh, Jerry West rolled through the same high school. Gosh, I went to school with his kids, Mark and Mike West there. Now you're so. just making stuff up. No, they went to Pally High. You know what a famous high school I went to. All right, thanks, DeSager. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more card insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or give them a call. 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Um, Dave writes, I remember meeting you in Phoenix probably 25 or so years ago. Really miss hearing you on the radio, even though I disagree with you a lot. That's a long time ago, 25 years ago. What? How old was I then? Wow, I was young. 60. Large Five. and in charge, ponytail. You had some hair. That's nice. Mustache. Had some look, hair. Okay. Look good. So now, so you had more hair on your uh, your lip then uh, than you have on lip? your head uh, your head right now. Yes. Uh, ten teams in the NFL have said they've had at least one person test positive for the coronavirus. Are we just going to go for all the teams out there and and call it a clean sweep? That doesn't bother you, though, Torres. That that's okay with you, also, though, right? Well, I think what it comes back down to is when you have, listen, again, you have a sample size of 1,500-plus people, 32 teams, 50-plus players on a roster, it's inevitable that people are going to test positive. And to go back to the most basic point that we've made throughout this show, positive tests do not equal hospitalizations. Positive tests do not equal deaths. I'm not trying to be unsympathetic 
to people that are dealing with this illness, but there is a big difference well, between positive tests and what you're talking about. If we have 10 teams that have people testing positive, what that's happens, a great sign. All right, what happens during the season? One team, two teams, three teams have uh, six to 12 guys. I'll throw out a number that tests positive. Do the games continue? Um, do we start getting uh, panicky because there's a second wave? Um, what happens when uh, six or 12 or 15 players? That's a lot of players. What happens in the NBA if somebody got it and five or 10 players can't play from one team? What the hell are we going to do then? These are tough questions. Oh, and, I don't, and you don't have the answer. Nobody I'm has not the Adam answer. Sil- ex- that's yeah. exactly right. I'm not Adam Silver. I'm not Roger Goodell. And listen, I will say Adam Silver, to his credit, if you want to. He doesn't get, have the answers. He doesn't, but he has said one positive test when we get in that bubble cannot shut down the season. Now, to your point, does 50, does 20, does 10, does four on one team? What is the what is the number? We don't know. But to answer your question, I don't know because nobody knows. Well, Dr. Fauci says there may not be football or it may have to be pushed back. Or let me ask you this. Would you be opposed to, and we've heard this back in April where they said maybe uh, a college football will have to be in the spring. I, I, and then we kind of laughed that off, but maybe that is a possibility. Yeah, that doesn't feel likely to no? me. I mean, I think if anything, if we're having real conversations about right. sports, we should probably be trying to move them up, not push them back. Because, um, you know, really? to, well, yeah, to to so we don't the coincide with the second wave. And so, if you're pushing back to June, or you know, not June, but you know, whatever. First of all, even if you're pushing back to the second semester, you're still talking about practice starting in January, February, March when it's still cold out. And then, oh, by the way, we're still not going to have a vaccine and we're still not going to have answers to a lot of these questions. So all you're doing is pushing back the inevitable. So we're delaying the inevitable, you're saying then. So there is no number you're looking at. Just continue with the NFL, the 10 teams. You think that's a positive sign? I think that's a great uh, sign, not a negative sign. You're talking about over 1,500 people in the NFL. And so if that if 10 teams have Yeah, but they're all not reported to camp. Let's give it a while. You know that, don't you? But they're in different states with different experience. There's some states, Arnie, that never shut down. And so there's some states that, and I don't know every state's protocols, but there were some states where, like, you could go out and sit down and have dinner. You know, I'm sure you had to wear a mask or something. Again, every state's a little bit different. But, like, you know, there are different protocols in different areas and so because of that it does not surprise me that people tested positive you want to be part of the show aaron underscore torres i'm at stinking genius one we'll come back finish out our number two we'll speak to the sager uh see what news and notes he's got for us that's next right here on fox sports radio l-a-s-i-k lasik.com have a ton of questions about lasik you're not alone that's why we created lasik.com One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. It's one of your favorites, Arnie. I love this song. Who's it by again? I don't Um, remember. Exactly. Get you. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, see, include your FICO credit score and check in your scorecard. Won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. Let's bring in the Sager. See what we miss. What's happening out there at the Sager? Well, we have an MDA update from the Associated Press NBA writer Tim Reynolds talking about the area where the bubble's going to be at the Disney complex. Orlando, yeah. Florida. That's Orange County, Florida. The snippet of their positive test Because a couple weeks ago in that county, only about 3% of the virus tests that were taken would come back positive. Two days ago, it was 15% came back positive. Oh, no biggie. Yesterday, it was 18% of them came Ah. back positive. It's just saying that it needs to be a bubble. There needs to be the protection that they have this 100-page health document for. That needs to work. No, Torres says no big deal. Desager, I actually saw this, too. Uh, I was curious, and you would know this. When do the players actually report to the— It's not until about July 10th, 12th, somewhere in that range, though? Yeah, I think hockey's July 10th as far as restarting things. But, yeah, Tuesday the testing's going to start. And that's at your home sites still. Yeah. I think it's at least here. Most teams are not slated to arrive till July 7th, 8th, 9th. So knock on wood. I saw this too, but hopefully, you know, these things right. peak in Valley. Doesn't so mean we see this and shut down on June 20th and yeah. not right. try. Uh, as far as the testing, by the way, that's because Tuesday in the NBA, phase two of the health protocol will start, which will be testing every other day. And then the antibody test will be repeated only if is you have a the, positive d- virus test. Is it the deep navel swab thing still or what? Mandatory high sensitivity, high sensitivity coronavirus test, it is called. I know the players were trying to avoid the deep nasal testing. but So the, it is that then? That's, that's what it sounds be. like, but it's not every day. Oh, the NHL painful. is every day. That looks so painful, you know? The uh, concern from Commissioner Adam Silver in an ESPN article tonight is the league is resolved to go on while recognizing the seriousness of the coronavirus spike in that county. Uh, They talked to Michelle Roberts, who's the executive director of the Players Union in the NBA. Of the rising figures, she said, can't say I'm surprised given that state's approach to reopening. We're obviously clearly monitoring the situation. When does Disney, Disney World open up? They're not even open up, are they? I know the Anaheim Disneyland, there have already been people saying, no, don't, too soon, don't do it next month. I think that's some date next month. Yeah, I think, that, I think Disney World's the same thing, too. San Diego yeah. Zoo opens this weekend, because I looked that up. Wow. You're not going, though? There's no restaurant there for you? No, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Arnie, Arnie doesn't care about the restaurant workers or the zoo wow. zookeepers, but, uh, you know, Zion, God forbid.
Yeah. Well, Arnie's going to go to the zoo so he can visit his family. Oh, wow. too soon. Wow. I'm <laughs> sorry. It's like making fun of cafeteria food. It's just too easy after a while. The NBA oh. schedule is out and it's official. You know how they want to finish up the finals by mid-October. Now the draft is going to be three days after that. And then free agency is going to start a couple days after that. And because they might in December, restart a whole new season. That would be, what, two months or less, possibly, instead of three or four months off the offseason. Things are really going to get going, on their schedule at least, in October. And congratulations to ESPN. They had a program that actually had one million viewers. It was Uh the Sosa McGuire documentary Sunday night. If you add up the ESPN and ESPN2, then they got one million viewers but NASCAR got 2.75 million wow. Sunday night, and that was after a fourth lightning delay and almost four hours of delay. And wow. it was the lowest rating in the history of the Miami NASCAR race, and it still had almost three times the TV rating Sunday. Sounds pretty as good to me. McGuire. The golf final round Sunday got three million for CBS, by the way. As far as the smaller shows during the week, English Premier League returned for the U.S. audience on cable Wednesday. It was a half million viewers. ESPN's top-ranked boxing the night before, only 350,000 viewers. NASCAR got 700,000 viewers just for the Xfinity race on FS1 Sunday morning. They did. We're well. starving for sports. Absolutely we, we are, which is why this horse racing today is probably going to get huge ratings. or insane. probably got huge ratings. The Belmont Stakes in New York, which was very odd to see with no spectators. Even the horse owners were not allowed to go there. By the way, I have read that FS1 will have another Australian rules football game. It's supposed wow. to start up in a few minutes. In theory, Adelaide against Gold Coast. Get in your bets as far as the Belmont stakes and betting. Uh, Yeah, no uh, windows open to wager there in New York, but I had read... Off off track, right? uh, Certainly off track, and I had read that the Belmont attendance a couple years ago was about 90,000, so they were missing a lot of warm bodies there. Wow. The oddity is that this was the first of the three Triple Crown races this year instead of the last. The Kentucky Derby is postponed to early September. The Preakness is scheduled for early October. Yeah. Doesn't fit in. I don't know. Pushing everything back. So thank you to Sager. Mm -hmm. Two hours are in the books. The power hour coming up next. By the way, Bernie Frattle will join us at about 20 past the hour live from Las Vegas. We've got to check in with Las Vegas, see what's going on there, how things, uh, since they opened up everything back there. You want to be part of the show? It's real simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. So we'll get to your uh, uh, tweets in a little bit also. That's coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, good evening, everyone, as we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for free. Rate, quote, it is the power hour of the show. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Marty Spanier. You want to be part of the show real simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stick at Genius. One Bubba, uh, Bubba says... Happy Father's Day to you and all my fellow fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. Um, I would have liked some flowers. Some roses would have been nice <laughs> for my wife. I don't understand that. She got you a coffee maker even though you don't drink coffee. Stop being ungrateful. I'll have one cup of coffee. But I got the Ninja coffee maker. That's like the Rolls Royce of coffee. Don't You, you never said that. It's the Ninja coffee maker. Come on now. What's wrong with you? You got to say that. For the third time, should I say 
the you're the Honda Accord of Sports Talk Radio. Nah, I wasn't even old, funny reliable. Time, yeah. You know, you are reliable. I mean, you show up literally every day. I mean, you don't bring do. much once you get here, but exactly. you do. You do show up. But I mean, come on now, a coffee maker. Um, I was hoping for like. Arizona uh, T-shirts and stuff like that. So. Oh, that's easy. You could get Arizona T-shirts anytime, man. Yeah, but you know, I wanted it for Father's Day. That would have been nice. You know, I I, I got to represent my Arizona Wildcats. You know, I saw you tweeting about Arizona playing at Alabama in twenty twenty seven or whenever it is twenty thirty two. Okay. Yeah, so, so I got going. 12 years of talking smack. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not afraid to talk smack. Nah, so. I might as well start now. I got 12 years. Though how bad would it be if I talked smack for 12 years and then Arizona lost by like 50? That, that'd that be horrible. I mean, that seems pretty inevitable, regardless of whether Nick Saban's there or not. So yeah, Nick Saban, see, that's the part that bothers me. We're going to beat them in 12 years from now, and Nick Saban's not going to be there to take the beat down, you know? Oh, okay. So Dabo will be there instead. No, I'm kidding. Dabo's like, <laughs> well, Nick Saban's 68 years old, and you said what game is it? What year is it? 20... 2032. Okay, so he'll be a spry 70, or 80 going on 80, or 79 going on 80. He may still me. be there. I mean, keep, he keeps winning the way he does. Yeah. Why not? He may still be there for the beatdown. Actually, that may be the game they get clobbered by, and they say it's time for him to retire. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the few funny things you've ever said on this show, Arnie. Yeah, it's uh, funny every once in a while. It does work out that way. Uh, you want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I've been thinking genius one. Uh, Bernie Fratto going to join us at about 20 past the hour. We'll see what's going on out there in Vegas. You're heading out to Vegas, uh, what, next month or something like that, or what? Yeah, well, I'm going out this week is the oh, plan. Oh, really? Well, wow. Just, just a quick little Thursday, Friday. I'll be coming back Saturday morning morning deal and then uh i'll be back going back out uh what would be uh end of july so i'm excited uh i'm ready listen again we've talked about covid throughout the show i don't want to be unsympathetic to people who have dealt with it but uh you know i'm gonna go on living my life and i I just think it'll be good to get out of town just do something different for a change you know uh is vegas uh, and we'll ask bernie this but do you know i mean they're not back to full capacity i mean is it Still a, a long haul there, or people running back, or seems like there's people out there gambling. I'm, I'm, there's so much room, though. I'm sure they're not even at half capacity yet. I'm guessing. What I saw was is that there's basically tables that are all set up with pe- with plexiglass uh, to separate people, and then the the tables that don't have plexiglass, you are required to wear a mask at the table. Um, and so they're taking precautions, and it's been kind of a theme of this show, but I think the folks in Vegas feel like they have to get back to some sense of normalcy, but whatever that normalcy is, it is the new normal. By the way, out of the last, what are we without sports now, 101 day, 102 days? Right around there, yeah. Um, have you gotten along better than you thought you were going to do? over the? I didn't know it was going to be this long. I had sure. no idea, but um, have you gotten through it as well as you thought you could, or is it, has it been worse than you thought it was going to be? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, is that I, I do feel like uh, the it was interesting early at night, okay? Because that is the time, right? We work all day, we prep, we do what we do. I do some writing, uh, you know, that's my job during the week when I'm not doing this show, and so it it doesn't really get weird until about you know four or five t- uh, Pacific time when I'm used to getting ready to watch uh, games. And now there's obviously no games to watch. So it, it is still a little weird. And it's funny because I was out to lunch today and I was thinking, you know, two months from now, there's probably going to be college football that I got to start getting ready to watch. So I'm enjoying these fr- Saturdays and these evenings when I can. But can you, if everything comes back, you'll have no evenings yes. or anything like that. It's right back to sports then full time through the summer. 
Um, can you imagine if we don't go through any sports for the rest of 2020? What the, by the way, if we don't have sports through 2020, um, are we needed more than ever at Fox Sports Radio or are our jobs in jeopardy? I just don't know what we – I mean, if if the NBA – if you say there's no sports in 2020, that means the NBA got canceled. First of all, we have sports back, UFC, NASCAR. Well, you know, yeah, but you, yeah no, I mean, it would be the NBA couldn't get off the ground, which would be scary. The Baseball NHL, couldn't agree. Yeah, NHL, which is set to come back, couldn't get off the ground. Or no because football. of the coronavirus, yeah. That's what I'm saying is that yeah. it, it's grounded because of this illness – um, you know, I, I think that that would I don't want to talk about not having a job, but that would be pretty scary and not good for sure. Well, would you think they would need us more than ever then? I don't know what we talk about. Well, uh, talk about what's going on in Vermont and Ben and Jerry, I guess. We could get Ben and Jerry. Maybe Steve Kerr would finally call. I mean, he's not coming back, so maybe he will finally call this. Oh, week. that could, that could be a possibility. You should you should see if we can get him on. Yeah, what the hell would we talk through the football season if there's no football going on or no sports going on? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that's carried us throughout the last couple weeks, the last couple months even. the Michael Jordan uh, documentary or what? The Michael Jordan documentary helped, but then also just the prospect that uh, of talking about how sports will come back, what they'll look like, bubble, no bubble, all these rule changes in baseball, all that stuff. And, it, uh, you know, if we didn't have that... Uh, I don't know what we would talk about for another four or five months. I mean, it's only halfway through the, the, the year, so I don't know what we would talk about. If you were a betting guy, you, though, are betting that we're getting all the sports back. Um, but the, the, the only one I'm not sure about is baseball, man, because I've been waiting on baseball to figure this out for, as you as you have, as we all have, you know, for what? Two, three, four weeks, it felt like we were right on the edge, right on the cusp, nothing happening. That's the only one that I'm starting to feel like this this thing really might not happen. The NBA, uh, as DeSager reported last hour, there is growing concern as Florida becomes an increasing hotspot, but I still think at the end of the day they are going to get on the court. And that's the question I asked to start the show off. I said, um, are we at the point where it's enough already? Is it time to shut it down, at least to shut down baseball um, basketball and hockey and try to get into college football and the NFL season, or do we still go full steam ahead? Um, the numbers are coming back, and you can't dispute the numbers, though, can you, Torres? You're just um, not concerned about it. You are you see the Alabama, the LSUs, the Clemsons. You see that Major League Baseball has shut down spring training sites, um, but that's not a concern for you, is it now? I want to say it's not a concern. Um, what I would say is while it's it's unfortunate and while I wish that it didn't happen, I do also think there are logical reasons that this has happened, that we are seeing increases. I think More testing. Po- more testing, absolutely. More exposure. I mean, it goes without saying. You lock people down so they don't get exposed. When they get outside, it is inevitable that there is a possibility that they are going to come into contact with that. It's inevitable that people will come into contact with it. Um, and so there are logical reasons for this happening. Again, I wish it wasn't happening, but to me, it feels like there are logical reasons. Are you for then at least keeping the fans away? Are you okay with that? Just saying, you know what, then um, if, if we have to play, well, it, NBA is not kidding fans. Either is the NHL. I guess we should probably do the same thing for Major League Baseball then also, I guess. Yeah, I and I think the one thing that you and I have been consistent on, Arnie, is at some point sports are going to return, right? And when they return, it is going to look different, at least for this 2020-2021 window. Uh, it, it could look very different. And so if the, the health officials feel like the safest bet is that we can play sports but without fans in the stands, I'm willing to take that. Again, I want to make sure everybody's healthy. 
I know it's impossible to eliminate this 100%. Um, I don't want people playing if they're testing positive for this stuff. But if, if it gets games on the field, uh, if it gets people in all walks of life back to work, then I'm okay with it. Josh says, think a genius with the way this country is turning out. What makes you sure that football is going to be back on? How stupid is this country to try and open prematurely and keep going when we see all with what's going on, Torres? Well, what I would say to that is, is it prematurely? I mean, we had 40 million people out of jobs. And, you know, as far as the increased exposure, this was going to happen again. The goal was always to flatten the curve. It was not to eliminate the illness. We have talked about herd immunity. Well, unfortunately, and I'm not trying to be unsympathetic to people who have the illness, but part of herd immunity is actually being exposed to the illness. That's common sense. I feel like I'm falling into the fear porn, as Clay Travis would say. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's the term of the night from Artie Spanier, fear porn. I, but you have to admit, there's getting a, the, the fear porn is certainly getting a lot of backing um, well, on Twitter over the last couple of days. That's for damn sure. But what I would also say, though, is, and, and it's not you, and, and I'll be honest, when I saw the Clemson um, headline, for people who don't know, 28 people at Clemson tested positive. 20- that is very concerning, That no matter how you want to say it, Torres. But that, as we've talked yeah. about throughout the show, Arnie, 23 positive tests is not 23 hospitalizations. It's not 23 deaths. It's not 23 ventilators that are in use. As best we can tell, the most recent reporting we have on the Clemson situation, almost all the cases are asymptomatic, no hospitalizations. So what does that mean, though, exactly? Does that mean that they're not going to show ill effects later on in their lives? Maybe in six months, a year, maybe their lungs are screwed up? We don't know. Uh, Some people are saying that they experience... Um, other stuff with themselves. Uh, what was it? Cuomo's brother said that he still doesn't feel right after this whole thing. You know what I mean? It, you know, some people it affects differently. It's a scary reality, and it is a great question, and we don't have the long-term answers. But you know, we have, and I'll say this: this country, this this world has dealt with pandemics before. And we've gone on. We've soldiered on. We've talked about the Spanish flu. I mean, we've, there, there's a famous picture of the 1918 World Series with people wearing masks at the World Series. Right, right. And right. so, you know, it's just it's finding that balance of you have to move on. You want people to be safe. And the one thing that I've been consistent with, Arnie, and you've been listening to me talk about this for three hours, I've never once said, don't wear masks. I've never once said, don't wash your hands. I've never once said, if you feel like you're at risk, limit exposure. But I don't think that that means that we have to shut down the entire world as we know it. Do you think people like me, who's starting to believe into the fear porn, um, are overdramatic on this? Or do you see a little bit of their side? I think you're just overdramatic. No, I, I do see this. I, I Listen, when you see 23 players testing positive at Clemson, yeah. that is a, a and horrifying And not just Clemson. Spend. Let's be sure we know, tell everybody, it's also the other schools, the Alabamas, the Kansas States, the Texas is... Uh, LSU's, there's a list, whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. It is concerning. I'm not going to sit here and tell people, don't be scared. There's no reason to be scared. But at the same time, you know, there are logical explanations for why there are upticks really across California. We've been as protective and safe as we possibly can be. And it's going up right now. And it's because we opened up the state two, three weeks ago. And it sucks. And I, I wish nobody got it. And who knows? I could be next. And God forbid, I hope no one I know has it. I hope I don't get it. But it doesn't mean that we got to keep this whole world shut down. Do, do we still have to have the bubble uh, for the NBA in Orlando? As DeSager gave you the numbers. And who knows what it's going to be in about three weeks from now. But 
even in a bubble do we want to go ahead and do something like that? Well, I think that's the you know at a certain point you got to move forward with a plan and you can't keep changing that plan and so well I mean you can't yeah I mean it take I mean how much planning has gone into this already and now we're just going to switch and we're going to go to another bubble somewhere else it's not feasible so well, it's at a certain point you have to take a bad situation and make it work and that's what the NBA is going to do I'm more inclined to go with the home court. Or, you know, go with your home court and, you know, play like that. So players traveling across the country, planes, hotels. Well, you, you cut down traveling by just maybe, uh, well, first of all, you're going to be in the playoffs. You got like six regular season games, um, and then you got the playoffs. So maybe you just go first three games in one town, the next four in the other, and that way you only have to travel once. Yeah, all I'd say really quick, I know we got to get to break, is that, you know, these things change very quickly. Two weeks ago, Florida was the model. They reopened. Everything's fine. Two weeks from from now, who knows? Right now it is not good in Florida. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But two weeks from now, we don't know where we're going to be, and certainly I hope that whatever the situation is, what the reasons are exactly that we're seeing an uptick, hopefully it goes back down. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius One. When we get back, we go out to Las Vegas. Bernie Fratto will check in the Vegas. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right, although we're apart these days, we're sharing more, and Geico's sharing more, too, with the Geico Give Back. It's a 15% credit on your car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. All you have to do is visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. One score update, 11 nothing uh, in the game, Torres. Yeah, Adadale is not looking good right now. I don't See, know. I didn't know who was playing. I just gave the score. I Adelaide, Adelaide, I believe, is the name. Not Adelaide, but Who are they playing? 
GC, I'm going to guess Gold, Gold Coast. Is that that sounds like it's probably right? That sounds like a nude bar. Arnie, get your head out of the gutter, man. It's a, by the way, it, it says one in five, but that's eleven. I don't know how you get eleven out of that. I I, I don't ask the tough. I would say five times two plus one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one's a plus, touchdown. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Arnie, get with it. Twelve nothing. That's an insurmountable lead. I don't know how they're going to come back from something like that. Uh, let's get to our guest. Uh, he's coming up at the top of the hour, straight out of Vegas. It's our buddy Bernie Fratto. How you doing, Bernie? Gentlemen, word to the wise, be very careful with that Australian Rules League. Back on March 21st, Gold Coast was a 32-point favorite over Port Adelaide and lost by 47. Wow! Can't make it up, folks. I feel like you did make that up. Is that true? Is that, do you have, what kind of odds do you get on something like that? Well, it's, it's recorded history, gentlemen, so I didn't make it up. I mean, if you bet on the upset, what kind of odds did you get on that, though? Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't bet on Australian rules uh, football. That's what I'm saying. You got to, you've got a word to the wise. You can't bet that league. I don't know how you bet that league. And so it looks like Port Adelaide three, almost three months to the day. They're looking for the revenge tonight. I guess that's, I guess that's the way you'd spin this. I, I would, I'll bet on two cockroaches. Um, let's get at it, Bernie. Uh, Vegas update, the reopening now, two weeks. How's it been going right now? It's going great, uh, honestly. The foot traffic is amazing. Uh, the energy is terrific. I've been in multiple casinos, had my temperature taken many times. It's about the same as my IQ, low 90s. <laughs> Vegas wind buffet. Uh, oh, by, here's, you know, here's some updates. Vegas wind buffet reopened this week. I heard that. NFL Pro Bowls coming to Vegas in 2021. How about this, Arnie? Yeah. Movie theaters reopen next Friday. I, I understand there's a... Arnie's anti-entertainment. I don't know if you've been listening. Wow. I understand there's a double feature, Bingo Long and Caddyshack. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I'm I... waiting for... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was, you're waiting for which one to come out, you were saying. I, I was thinking I'd go see The Notebook by myself. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't tell anybody. And by the way, Bally's opens July 2nd. The handle continues to be good on the UFC Amazing. NASCAR had uh, a good, but well, not a great handle last week. Russian ping pong is still number two right behind UFC. But big bets are back. I'm wow. not kidding. A big better. A better walked into the MGM Grand Thursday. There's a boxer by the name of Gabriel Flores. A lightweight fight. He fought Josec Ruiz. A better put $190,000 to win $4,200 on Gabriel Flores. Wow. And he won. But Wow. How much did he win? $4,200. Oh, you just doubled your money on that one. Huh? There's no well, no, no. He had to put a, I mean, it was, he was a huge. Flores was minus 40. He was 45 to 1. So wow. he put, he put, yeah, he put 187000 to win 4200 and, and it came in. So That's the point insane. is yeah. the activity's back. Wow. I do want to – yeah, I was going to say, I want to get away from gambling for just a sec, Burn. You've been on top of this baseball stuff. You covered it in 94. Uh, what, like, what's go- when are we just going to get baseball back? Can, can you give me that answer, Burn Fredo? Well, I think it's looking better than it ever has. Today the MLBPA met to discuss voting on the owner's 60-game proposal. We all know what happened this last week, and the owners are rope-a-doping since Thursday. They're telling the players – 70 games, forget it. We're not, no, we're not budging. 60 games, take it or leave it. So today there was an eight-member subcommittee and 30 of the team representatives. They all, you know, talked about having a vote tomorrow or Monday to vote on this thing. And if they vote yes, well, they'd all start to deploy to spring training, and we think we'd have baseball by July 27th. Wow. You know, but if they voted it down, Manfred, we expect sometime this week would, uh, you know, mandate the executive order be 50 54 games no one is really sure how many games we hope it doesn't get to that point 
But since the COVID outbreak, they're going to delay it for a couple of days because the union wants to study the safety protocols. But they're actually closer than they ever have been. So let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, Bernie, if sports obviously comes back um, before football, you know, are people going to rush to Vegas in the summer to go to the sports books? Or are they still going to go and wait for football to come on back? No, I, I talked to sports book directors this week, and uh, again, uh, Bally's is reopening. A lot of the, a lot of the properties that were going to delay reopening are reopening because reservations are brisk, and so yeah. people are coming back, and people are coming back in July, and people have trips planned, and certainly wow. one of the things they'll do while they're here, and of course, table games are very much alive, and pools are open. No nightclubs yet, I get that, but still, the sports book. There's some action. Of course, everybody's hankering for August when all the sports come back we hope if according to Hoyles things roll out so burn I actually want to go back to baseball again uh and Arnie and I were talking about some of these kind of quirky new rules potentially yeah. uh one games can end in a tie runners on second universal DH how is that going to actually impact betting that's very interesting and by the way the putting a man on second base in the 12th inning was done in the Eastern League last year I guess it's more yeah. exciting than it looks Look, there's real caution. I, I would really recommend people be very careful in betting this shortened, truncated baseball season. And I'll tell you why. Because there's a real symmetry to a full major league season. 162 games in 185 days. Because it's a marathon, the baseball gods have a way of testing you. Fatigue, injuries, a dead arm. You foul a ball off your shin, a, a slump, the aches and pains, the pull muscles. And in the first half of the season... Everybody's fresh, but in the second half, well, there's a reason they call it the dog days, and the cream always rises. Right. And here's why I think you need to proceed with caution, because there are three betting edges you look for in the regular season and a full season that you won't be able to take advantage of in a 60-game season. The first one are the plus-money underdogs, which are always big in cold-weather April games. You see, in betting, if you bet football or basketball, you've got to win about 53% of the time in order to break even. But Major League bettors avoid betting big favorites, and they consistently take plus-money dogs, plus 150, plus 170. You can win at a sub-50% clip and still finish the year with positive units won because right. when dogs lose, you only lose what you risk. But when they win, you get tremendous profits. I'll give you an example. Since 2010, if you simply bet plus-money undervalued dogs, you'd won about 46% of the time, but you'd be up 129 units. That wow. means if you bet 100 on every game, you'd be up $12,900. This is wow. real money. The second thing is bettors like to focus on divisional dogs. Because teams play within the division each time, 19 uh, contests per year, it breeds familiarity, it loves the playing field, and inevitably it, bets, it benefits the dog. Since 2005, dogs in divisional games, think Red Sox-Yankees, they've produced plus 84 units. Okay, Dogs outside of divisional games are minus 574 units. So if you bet $100 a game, you'd be up over $8,000 on dogs. You'd be down way more than that wow. on favorites. With this skewed schedule and the different realignments, you're not going to have that same edge. The third thing is, umpires. Now, I wouldn't recommend placing a wager solely based on an umpire. However, it's very important to know who's behind the plate because they're human. Some cave under pressure. They're influenced by the crowd, which benefits home teams. By the right. way, some umpires, they're weird. They thrive off the hate of the crowd, and that <laughs> benefits road teams. And you got to know who they are. I'll give you one example. Lance Barksdale. If he's home and, you're, and he's behind the plate, 
your home teams are up 54 units because he calls balls and strikes for the home pitcher because he doesn't want to get booed. Ah. No fans. This changes the dynamic. So wow. those are three things. And so when baseball starts, you guys are spot on. In addition to the universal DH and ties and putting a runner on second base. In the, Do you uh, bet the over, Bernie? Do you bet the overs because of the uh, universal DH? You just don't know. I, I don't think it'll make that much of a difference. What I'm looking for are teams with deep pitching staffs. I'm telling you, keep an eye on the Tampa Bay Rays. I absolutely think they're going to be a factor if we get into this short 54-60 game season. They're deep pitching-wise, and there's going to be no margin of error. If you have a you know, if you have an eight-game losing streak in this in this shortened season, it'd be like having a 24-game losing streak. So huh. there's real no there's no real margin of error. He's Bernie Fratto, straight out of Vegas. Coming up at the top of the hour, must listen to Bernie. Always a pleasure, my friend. We'll be tuning in at the top of the hour. Thank you very much. Appreciate uh, it. Take care, Thank Bernie, Bernie. Fratto. Everybody, let's check in with the Sager. See what's trending for a final time tonight. What's going on, the Sager? We had the Belmont Stakes today. The winner, the favorite, tis the law. No spectators or horse owners allowed at Belmont Park in New York. This was the first of this year's three Triple Crown races instead of the last. Former Dolphins running back Jim Kick died at the age of mm. seventy-three. He'd been battling dementia at an assisted living facility. He was a starter his first four years in Miami, averaging over a thousand total yards per season. He left for the New World Football League in 1975. The Redskins will retire the number of Bobby Mitchell, their first black player, a Hall of Famer. Mitchell, a wide receiver who wore number 49, died in April. He retired after the 1969 season, then worked for the Redskins for over 30 years, including as assistant general manager. The new 49ers tackle, Trent Williams, ex of Washington, passed his physical and signed a restructured contract. His extension ends after this year. He was acquired in April to replace the retired Joe Staley in San Francisco. Williams is a seven-time Pro Bowler. He sat out last season in a dispute with the Redskins. The NFL Players Union has advised its members to stop working out together. The union's medical director advises against voluntary joint practices before training camp start. Team facilities are closed to players until further notice, likely until the start of camp. The Bucks confirm that people at their facility have tested positive for COVID-19. No number or details given, but their training facility is closed for cleaning. And the Steelers player rep, Cameron Hayward, is not optimistic that there will be a Hall of Fame exhibition. Pittsburgh's supposed to be in this summer. That's just his opinion. When is that game? That's supposed to be August 6th with the Cowboys, I believe, and the Steelers. He is wondering if there will be enough practice time to get ready for the early game and why have an extra exhibition if we're talking about safety and extra exposure. Kansas State has suspended its players' workouts for two weeks. 14 athletes there have tested positive for the virus. University of Houston had already shut down workouts. A UFC victory tonight in Vegas for Curtis Blades. In German soccer, Bayern Munich won again on FS1 today. Bayern recently clinched an eighth straight league title, and they're back on FS1 next Saturday morning. Fox TV will have tomorrow's NASCAR 500 at Talladega, 3 p.m. Eastern time. The Xfinity race was today on FS1. Justin Haley won it. Martin Truex Jr. will start from the pole tomorrow. The lineups are determined by random draw these days, and there are due to be a few thousand NASCAR fans allowed in at 
at Talladega with face masks required. Webb Simpson's in a four-way tie for the golf lead at Hilton Head, each up by one stroke. Last week, going into the final round, 14 players were separated by only three shots. This week, 21 golfers are separated by only three shots. Sergio Garcia is only two shots back. He tested negative for coronavirus. Garcia flew to this tournament with Nick Watney, who just tested positive yesterday. It's a crazy illness, man. Last week's tournament at Colonial marked the PGA's return after being shut down for three months by this pandemic. The protocols include the mandatory testing. This yesterday was their first positive test on the PGA Tour. The caddies obviously are tested. Essential personnel also when they arrive. All of the 500 or so opening tests were negative. They were going to have two straight weeks of no positive tests until yesterday. Jordan Spieth shot a third round 75. He is tied for 73rd place out of the 75 golfers that made the cut. Tiger Woods not playing this week. Didn't last week. And we have an update on the Australian rules football game on FS1. Oh yes, I'm watching it. It is now Gold Coast 19 to nothing over oh, Adelaide. It's out of control. Look yeah. at that. It's a we got live footy on FS1, ladies and gentlemen. Back to you. All right, switch it to another game. Uh, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by Geico. Uh, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. All you have to do is go to geico.com or give them a call at 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Uh, you heard the Sager say uh, we're even concerned about the uh, Hall of Fame game, which is going to be um, August 6th. How can you still say let's practice and let's get ready for a season when we're concerned about the very first extra preseason game, uh, Torres? That that that's not a good sign. Already we're we're worried about the games. Uh, two months ago, we were concerned about are we ever going to reopen. We two months ago, oh, we were not. We were going to. Yes, reopen. we. Uh, yes, we were. Two months ago, we were concerned about. Uh, you know, there was a report that California wasn't going to open until the end of July. A lot can change. And if we don't play a meaning, we, by the way, one thing that has been pretty consistent from the beginning, we've been talking about the possibility of no uh, preseason games for the for the travel reasons, for the logistical reasons. So it's not as though this whoa, is some. Cra- whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to tell me you're ready to cancel the preseason games? Because we've got a problem, but we're still. I'm not ready to cancel anything. I'm saying it's been a conversation from the beginning that there might not be preseason. This isn't news. We've been talking about a bubble in the NBA since since March. It's not news when it becomes official. No, but if we're gonna if we're gonna cancel preseason, how could we go ahead with the regular season? I, I because preseason is meaningless, and you know that, right? But we we do it one. Yes, we're gonna get in the shape. We're gonna practice the tackling. But two, if we're worried about passing the coronavirus in preseason, um. Why wouldn't we be worried about passing it in the regular season? That makes absolutely no sense to me. It actually you know? makes perfect sense because there's that makes we're no not, sense. We're not taking needless risk for meaningless games. They don't count for anything. Oh, but we'll take risks for regular season games? That's what you're going to tell me? There's a reason that the NBA didn't bring back well, all 30 teams. You, There's you, a reason you, they're not playing the entire regular season. It's to mitigate risk. This is no different. You think those NBA teams that were uh, 17 through 22 are not pay- playing meaningless games like they're going to win a championship? Come on now, Torres. Well, there's only one team that's going to win the Super Bowl. Should only one team play all season long? Well, come on now. At least the other teams have a chance. Let's be honest. Uh, 17 through 22, they they weren't even going to get into the playoffs when the season started. 
I got you on that one. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You mean to tell me the Pelicans with the right draw can't win a playoff series or two? Oh, you're giving me one team, but for the most part, you got my point on that, okay? It's it's they're not going to win anything, so, but we're putting through meaningless so teams it, anyway. So what, you, what you're saying is you're the poker player that every hand you push all chips in the middle because what you're saying is it's all or nothing. Either we don't play games or we play every single thing that's feasible. My whole thing is the whole time we've been talking about mitigating risk. We've been talking about testing procedures, playing in bubbles, uh, quarantining people that are showing illness. We're mitigating risk. You, That's all we're doing. By the way, you want to make a bet? I'll make you a bet. I will bet you that somebody breaks protocol in the NBA. Player, coach, somebody's wife, uh, a coach's wife went out, came back, blah, 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 whatever it is. And we got to shut the whole thing down. You want to bet that somebody's going to break protocol? I, I, I'll bet you dollars to donuts that's going to happen. I will say this is that, and I, I don't feel bad for players. They have a job to do like we all do. It is a lot to ask guys that have been in quarantine for three months to now go be in quarantine somewhere else for two to three months as well. Now, thankfully, it's only going to be two teams that are there the entire time. And frankly, like 50%, well, over 50% of the guys are going to be gone within the first month. It is a lot to ask you guys, though. I will say that. Could you imagine if you and I were quarantined for three months while we're doing the radio show? Oh, my God. We'd be at each other's throats. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're at each other's throats, and we're 3,000 miles away. You're in the middle of a snowdrift in Vermont, and I'm here in sunny California. I can see it now. I can see Torres going, "Uh, Arnie, can you you put on a shirt and and not wear tidy whities Can you put a shirt on, please? Yeah, now you're just now you're making me sick. Now you're just making me. And I'd say let's go out to lunch, and you'd say sure, and you'd cough all over the waitress, and you wouldn't care because that's the type of person you are, Arnie. That's what I learned today. Oh, we we wouldn't survive quarantine. I, want, I, want I don't know how your that. wife's done it. Are you kidding? I don't know how she's done it too. Unbelievable. Uh, you want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. By the way, NHL now. Uh, the lead, uh, I guess the front runner uh, for the uh, hub cities, Vegas and Vancouver. But Nevada's a hot spot right now. You may want to rethink that one also there, Torres. Well, what's incredible, and I was just talking to the guys about this during the break, is, you know, listen, everybody wants to pin a quote-unquote hotspot on one thing. I think it's really interesting. Everyone's saying, well, Texas and Florida opened too early and Arizona opened too early. Well, guess what? California cases are going up as well right now, too. California was one of the last states to open up. And I think what the reality is, is this is, you know, we've talked about a new norm, right? Yeah. And I just think the new norm is when you open things up, people are going to be exposed. And again, for the millionth time on this show, if you take one theme, I don't want anybody to get sick. I don't want anybody to die. But when you open stuff up, it's unrealistic to think that no one is going to catch this illness. What sport concerns you the most right now? Well, and I mean, separate baseball. NFL and separate NFL from college football. What sports uh, scares you the most right now? So I, I, I would say college football. I mean, college football with all the positive cases we've had, um, and the way that sport is played, that's got me concerned the most, especially with. Um, you know, the amount of players that we have to go ahead and have per team. Well, I would say a couple things. One, obviously yeah. baseball, because I don't even know if the, it might not even be health-related. But two, you know, I, I do think, look, the, the NBA players have really been pushing back on a lot of different things over the course of the last couple of weeks. It's been talked about. We don't need to relitigate. But as, as this thing becomes a hotspot in Orlando, and as DeSager said, they're not reporting for another two and a half, three weeks, so it has time to die down. 
But if you're now giving the players another reason not to show up when so many have already been vocal that they don't want to go, I'm just saying it's a slippery slope. That's all I'll say. Right, you want to get in, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. Um, when we get back, what are you putting your bets on? Will we have baseball? Won't we have baseball? Uh, we'll finish that off as we finish out the show right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio studios. This segment brought to you by Geico. Calvert says, love the show tonight. Happy Father's Day. Shouldn't they love the show every night, Torres? I don't know. Why just tonight did they love the show? You know well, what I mean? they, I'll say, you know, I think we are genuinely on a different side of a topic. I've enjoyed because I, I will say, I'm embarrassed to admit this, I've learned a little bit from you, Arnie. You've made wow. me think about things in a way that I didn't before. And so it's all, you know, listen, we could come down and come on and break down an Alabama game or whatever. And it's not the same as when we just, it's a very important topic. And I think there's a lot of good conversation to be had. And I'll be honest, I mean, we always do a great show, like you said. I think it's been a good show where I've learned something. Hope one, I know you don't like waitresses. That's important. But then I hope you've learned something too, or maybe I've made you think a little well, bit. Well, well, one thing we didn't bring up that we probably should have. And one more thing, and I think both of us could agree on this. If this is true, and it probably is, um, one of the reasons why they do want to have it in in Florida is because there's no state taxes, so the athletes and the owners can make more money. I did not um, know that. Yeah, well, you know that you didn't know there was no state tax. I knew in there was no state tax. I didn't know that's why they want to do it in Florida, though. Well, th- that's not the sole reason they're going to tell you. They're going to say because they have the facilities and stuff like that, and it was easier to put everybody in a bubble. But they do make more money because there's no state taxes, and I'm sure that's a considerable uh, uh, amount of money too. That's very interesting. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that, but it I had not thought sense. about that. But it was in the New York Times. Um, and I'm sure the players would love to save on the state income tax. No doubt about that, you know? Yeah, I hope that. So do you do you think there's any chance the NBA doesn't come back at this point? With the report that DeSager mentioned uh, earlier in the hour that players now, because Orlando has emerged as a pseudo hotspot the last three, four, five days, uh, do you believe there's any concern they won't be back? Um, I don't think it's 100% they'll be back. I'm like 95%. I'm still pretty confident they'll be back, though. Um I'm not confident that they're going to continue with the bubble. Uh, I, I get it. Maybe it's still good, like a 75% that they will. But I, I just get a, a gut feeling that that some of the guys are going to speak out and says, we've got to come up with another solution um, because the, because the uh, the bubble's not going to work. Yeah, and I and I, I actually kind of agree with that. Is, uh, you know, like I said last segment, you're, you're asking guys that have been in a bubble for three months to now go into a different bubble 3,000 miles away or whatever it is. And is there a way to, you know, when you get to the finals, when guys have then been in the new bubble for six, eight weeks at that point, can you play the finals on home courts without fans with 50%, 25% capacity? I don't know. But I think when you look at the restrictions of the bubble, you do wonder how long before guys start to lose their patience. Now you say it's too late because we're running out of time, but if we had to do it all over again, um, and I thought the bubble, I'll be a hypocrite, I thought the bubble was a good idea like two months ago. Um, it was a bad idea from the beginning. I would have just bypassed that from the very beginning about the whole bubble idea. Because of why? Just with all the problems that the players are having and, and staying away from their families and the whole sequestered and being gone for three months and um, the protocol and the, the harsh penalties, I'm like, forget about it. It's not worth it, you know? 
So they should instead travel across the country when you were saying two hours ago that we shouldn't bring back sports no, at but, all? No, but, but you know what, Aaron? You, you keep saying that you know these tests are going to show up positive. Well, if that's true, why shouldn't we get back to normal? Why should we be in a bubble and not do home field, home court, home ice, or whatever um, if, if testing positive is just the, the new normal and part of life? See, I think it goes back to what I was saying in the last segment with the NFL is I do think you have to mitigate risk where you can. And you're never going to be 100% safe, but if you keep everybody in the same place, if you're testing regularly, uh, if you're limiting the number of people that can well, we come we can't in, keep everybody in the same place once it comes to football. That's not going to happen. You're you're just— you're, But you're, you're asking just, me about basketball, though. Right. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying you have to mitigate risk wherever you can. You can, but you know, eventually we have to open it up, and that's going to be football, and then we'll really see how this is going to spread. I want to see what happens when we let the fans back in. Should baseball let fans in there um, if it's going to be on home field, maybe like a 50% clip or something like that? It'll be interesting because some states, as of right now, right, the governors right. have said, and so do you not let fans in? You you don't like the, the it's an unfair advantage argument? So I, I don't know. I don't care. No, no, no. I, I don't care about the unfair advantage. I, that that doesn't bother me whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, to me, I would like to see consistency across the board. One, because, again, I've talked about it throughout the show, mitigating risk. And two, it is an unfair advantage. If the Texas Rangers are playing at 50% capacity and they're playing the Angels who are at 0% capacity. Could care less. Could care less. But I think it's a com- I think it could be a combination. Can it not be a combination of mitigating risk, but it's also unfair? No, no. Well, yes, but I I don't care about the unfairness. Is what I'm saying. But yeah, that no, that's I, I don't care about trying to get fairness in um, when we're playing in a bubble or we're playing 50 games or something like that. Fairness is out the window. I, don't, I mean, I'm not going to yell and scream about it. We've yelled and screamed enough yeah, today. I, I just I, sure. I yeah we have <laughs> I yeah I just think it's uh, you know we'll see. All right, uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks to Laker Don, our technical director, of course, Eric Roberts, our producer, DeSager, with the updates. Thanks to my partner, Aaron Torres. I'm back on Sunday with Chris Plank, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., of course, on the West Coast, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern. Coming up next, our buddy Bernie Fratto, straight out of Vegas, a must-listen to. He gives you the Vegas perspective. So that's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.